coming up on this episode of The Brain Drain Show. Joined to our left is the one and only Chris, Chris Haslam. If we can have a round of applause. Wensley Dale, poor Salou. This one's the strong one. Is that going to blow your head off? Kirby Lonsdale. <laughs> I remember I was trying to shoot a one footed front board, shove it, and the guy was like, no, it's too circusy of a trick for a sequence. To me, round three, I won. That was my intro to the world. And shit changed my life. Who gives a shit about them? I won that shit for me. Sponsor me videos just piled in the cafeteria. And the guy was like, day one, check this out. Rodney showed up and started giving me tensor trucks. Getting to skate with day one every single day. Oh, you got enough cheese on there, mate. Oh, he's greedy. Would you like this one, Mr. Hasman? Well, you got a smorgasbord on that cracker, man. <laughs> if you had like tight pants and whatever, you're the rail guy. I'll take the Sasquatch. I got here because of all that. We're basically the only ones doing technology in our boards at the time. Those 10 years with Globe allowed me to do a lot of things. And if you can't separate fun skating with the business of the industry, then you're messed already. Retta, me, myself, and um, Daywan did a whole intro with peanut butter and, and jam sandwiches. Chose cheese and crackers, and then we had to refilm the whole intro. That was the last international trip I took with Daywan, by the way. I had like 17 songs for this part. Every single song got denied. Like, I don't give a about just being another brand. You have like three years to film a part. You shouldn't have any filler. I started feeling crazy and both of my kidneys had failed. Drink water. Hello and welcome to another great episode of the Brain Drain Show with me, Ford Brookfield. I'm joined to my left with my trusty co-host and great friend, Great friend, I like that. Great Toby, friend. Toby Batchelor. <laughs> We've Toby Batchelor. Didn't here. sound that sincere, but I'll take it. No, it's very sincere. <laughs> and we're just going to cut straight to the chase. This is a completely random one. Um, I'm too excited, so we're just going to get into it. Joined to our left is the one and only Chris, Chris Haslam. Haslam. If we can have a round of applause. <laughs> thank then. you. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks for coming, dude. There no problem. Um, no problem. We just spoke a bit about it off camera, but the, the randomness of why you're here and the whole wedding thing is just like, yeah blowing our minds well i mean when i when i first was coming over um brad from route one was like this was before anybody knew i was coming he randomly messaged me as well from yeah. the skate shop in london being like i think i saw you on one of the tube stations all right yeah. was that you imagine just randomly that's seeing what was, well that's yeah. what he said to me he's like I, I, are you in london i was like no but i'll be there in like three days yeah and, and i haven't come here in like years so yeah. that's already the first random experience and then I like so I skated with him and that's where we skated when you seen the post of me at South Bank. That's a break to you. People are going to notice you in the street. Well I don't know well I mean I was you know I was just I mean it was miserable weather. Yeah it's been so yeah, it's it's been, like this is probably the first kind of sunny somewhat getting kind of dry day. Yeah I mean it's still pretty moist outside yeah. but yeah. yeah. I mean, we skated last night for a bit, but it was still kind of damp. You just got well, to get it when you can, don't you? When yeah. You've been skating like out, out here? Or do you go yeah, to, yeah, out yeah. here? Mini ramp looks fun, though. You yeah. skate inside. What is it? 20, it's 24 foot wide, the mini. Yeah. We've actually got another one. I didn't show you, but there's another one by in the, the shop. In the store. But we're, we've got so much stock at the minute that it's That's used covered. as storage. Hmm. That one's more... What's that? Five, isn't it? Five. We have six yeah. and seven Five, extensions. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a big one. And this yeah. one, super fast this one looks friendly. I like that one. Yeah, that's, yeah. so that's like the beginner's ramp because we do a skate school here as well. So I'm fine with that. Three foot high, <laughs> 24 foot wide. And then we built the, the indoor bit to it just to fill mm. the space. And then... Toby wanted a slappy curb, so he changed I wanted, the whole car park. Oh, ba was, basically, yeah. everything outside in the car park is low impact for me. Right. Well, that curb, uh, there's a 
pretty similar curb setup in uh in vancouver where i skate that yeah, i yeah. that me and a couple other people also built yeah, yeah. You, mean, you mean to slappies but i didn't learn how to slappy until i was like 30. yeah same yeah but then it's kind of addictive isn't it it's like you get that first like the proper front side slappy grind once yeah. you get that it's kind of like a whole other avenue of skating isn't it where you your board doesn't have to leave the ground yeah i know well, yeah. and that's great for me it's and the old man sport man yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. it. Like, and like, I mean, you know, there's always there's so many tricks you can learn on slappy stuff. It's... Well, I skated with uh, Jason Adams, and he's oh. like, oh, we yeah, massive fan of Jason Adams. Yeah, he's he was doing some crazy ones, yeah, like some no comply. But he's been doing that forever, isn't he? I know, he? I know, I know. He I has. I think he was one of the first. You remember his Jason? Jason those thunder trucks. It was like a it was like a thunder video on YouTube. It's probably still on there. But that was amazing. He's like doing proper front side slappies, then no complying out of them. But he's doing it so quick. Oh, he does like slappy front Smith grinds and stuff. I've seen no? that. Yeah, like, mm. that's so good. There's a few kind of like that. The, the slappy front Smith. The other one that is like blows my mind is when people do just front side nose grind, just slappy front side nose grind. That one straight up. That one is surprising. That when I was trying to learn front side, I would do that. Yeah. By accident. I need to do that. I, I think it's just like the mental block. You know what? You know with slappies, it's your front truck doesn't lift up that yeah lift it. yeah and there's there's something there that i just can't quite get well i think when with. you're learning when i was learning my, my body weight was too much in the front so when i hit it yeah. i was like it jolted me to where i was doing the nose grind and then it's just like a ledge kind of you know so yeah but yeah i need to get that i mean i don't know i think the front side one by itself is like hmm. you know the it looks so sick though doesn't it but the, i mean the way jason adams skates curves and like Whitey skates really fast too. Yeah, that, that yeah, also helps. Yeah. yeah, proper screeching for it. Slappy front smash is sick. We wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. A, it wouldn't be a curb like discussion if we didn't mention how good our mate Will Sayer is. Yeah, Will Sayer. So our mate Will Sayer. He um. He's in Australia at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, he skates like he loves the little zip zinger boards, and he then skates some, curbs with those. Yeah, and then sometimes <laughs> not only that. So we got a zip zinger board cut out the middle, put them together, so the wheelbase is like five inches you know like those kids like skateboards yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Size. we drill them together and he does he does like slappy crook flip outs on those like this dude is like how big are these trucks though are they like what, 129s what trucks, or yeah, something he, or they... he probably puts like 139s on it for the yeah. 139s oh but he's kind of gone from he only used to skate those and he's gone from that to skating like big ten seven fives but <laughs> he grew up skating with I don't know if you if you'll know him uh, Chris Atherton. He did a video called a Golden Egg. Avi, he's more he's known. Atherton. Yeah, Chris he's, he's, why he's, do I know that? His nickname's feel... Avi, and he does like he does insane. He used to skate with like extendable long arms on him. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, and he's got one yeah. of the best no complies. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Like, he's, he's been he... around for literally yeah. decades. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And he's just kind of came out of like hibernation. He's been filming. Coming back again? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, he just had awesome. a part out in our last video. Oh, sick. But he's he's sick. But watching him and Will skate just blows my mind all yeah the time. it's a whole like, other thing like know. the stuff that they can both do is is crazy yeah um let's uh start from the beginning just to get the the kind of basic questions out of the way so you're from ontario niagara falls yeah i was born in niagara falls ontario yeah right. okay. canada and where, where where do you live now I'm I'm on the west coast really. I mean I'm I stay a lot in Vancouver and then my my folks house. So you're house. in Canada. Though. Yeah, well I'm back and forth. Yeah, I'm yeah. like my folks house are in in Blaine, which is like right across the border from Vancouver. Yeah. So I'll go back and forth there and then I'll come up and down from LA and stuff so. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm uh 
I have a van that I kind of sleep in a lot. So the idea of van life becomes more and more appealing. Yeah, I mean, just what? with how expensive it is to buy a house here, yeah, the amount well, of times I'm like, everywhere. should we just get like an RV and just run it off the electricity here? Yeah, so you've got yeah, solar panels upstairs, and you got 24 hour security because I'm not going anywhere. Let's face it. And just <laughs> yeah. be here. If but, you if you have a space that you can do that with, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can still just go places if you want to. So. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, you have zero responsibilities, but if you have any kids or something, it'll be a little bit difficult. But yeah, I've got one. Yeah, well, then you gotta like somehow, unless yeah. you homeschool them or something, you know. No, they go to school. That yeah, yeah, that's that's one. I mean, logistically, absent dad syndrome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be getting involved in that. But <laughs> um, what age did you start skating? I started when I was uh, thirteen. Uh, I was 13, just about turning 14, I think, yeah. Yeah. What was the inspiration behind that? I was in Singapore. Like, I moved to Singapore in 91, and then me and my brother were just, I mean, we were, just, well, we were going to school down there, and yeah. we seen some guy in our neighborhood doing it, and went on what, straight away. well, his birthday was in November. His, his it is in November, so when his birthday came <laughs> around, we got, we got boards from my parents and stuff, you know? Mm. And then that was... That was it, and then we just started meeting these uh, these guys that we saw skating around. Actually, we used to skate with some dude that had no legs. He would do handstands. He would bomb the hill, but stop. Oh, and he's ha doing a handstand. Oh, he do everything, but the way that he would stop uh, the board was he had he made this massive glove. He like taped his fingers, and he would literally just cup the wheel and hold no it. Way. So he would oh, slow down. His hands were the brake pads. Yeah, he would no just way. literally <laughs> slow down. On, on, but he would do handstands, like yeah. You know, past businesses in the windows and stuff is pretty awesome. But, <laughs> but yeah, so we just started because it was, you know, something that looked kind of cool. And yeah, nobody really was at the school we were doing it. Nobody was skating for sure. What year was this? This is, uh, uh, was it coming on to 94, I think. Right. Okay. Because, like, I mean, I, look, I watched it again this morning, but, you know, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about it later. But, You've got a really deep bag of tricks, and some of those are kind of from the late eighties style. Yeah, you know, like you do a lot of crowd slice stuff, and you know, obviously, you you must have been inspired by. Well, in Singapore at the time, I mean, I I think the videos I was watching back in Singapore because we were that was before internet, so we had like yeah. five, we were like five or six years behind, you know. Yeah, yeah. So we were like the skate shop, Go Sports Skate Shop in Singapore, Eddie Go. Still there. Um, yeah, surprised it was like thirty years, forty years, yeah. Maybe. Um, they would, uh, they would get these old videos. Um, and by the time you guys were watching like mouse or something, we would still have like, yeah, yeah. you know, the old plan B videos and stuff. So we were delayed. I don't know if that was any, uh, uh, kind of brought any influence on my skill sets or tricks or whatever. But, uh, I think when I skated for a long period of time, I, I realized what I liked to do and what <clears throat> I liked to see. And then mm -hmm. I gravitated towards watching more videos of that nature and then i kind of like you know useless wooden toy stuff and mm. like all that stuff and then i would bring try to bring things that people wouldn't that weren't common in skating like a lot of i always used uh, julio de la cruz stuff i mean there was a lot of pressure flip stuff yeah. but um i tried to like maybe do similar tricks that weren't so pressure flip them maybe flip them maybe bring them to something that was kind of a little bit more relevant in the time but, but none of the stuff i ever did was stuff that i claimed of doing first you know yeah like i don't mm -hmm. i i'm not big on like nbd 
claiming, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't, how the hell can you say that you it did anything like in the early nineties, like they yeah. were doing like quadruple heel flip shove it's like how the hell, yeah. like there's gotta be somebody. I always like Chris Hall or like, uh, um, uh, who else? Chris Hall, like Fissel, all these mm-hmm. dudes, like they would Rodney, like yeah. it's insane. Like, I mean, I might've added two of the tricks they already did together and made it into yeah, yeah. something more relevant now, but it wasn't anything that like I, came up with it like inventing the kickflip like it wasn't i think the safest thing to say is that rodney did everything yeah but i've seen in a video part these i said to toby yesterday there's one trick i've seen you do that i've never seen before well that's a lie one trick that i've seen you do that i also filmed recently that i've never seen before (laughs) it's a front side tail it's a front tail front side flip out and you cancel it with your back foot on the rear like a cat yeah that Um, was in portugal what do, you, what do you call that trip? What's that flip that you call Front that? tail cancel flip is what we call it. Uh, a cancel, I would call, because it, uh, a cancel flip would be with your, like you literally kick flip and then you heel flip, right? Or you, yeah, I mean, I would call that a Casper. I was going to say, because the board's half flipped, your front foot's under it. Your back foot's on the tail, so that's, yeah, that's a cancel possible, would it? probably be with your front, you know, yeah. just yeah, like. But if you're the one that you did there, you're making. And it's not a hospital flip either. You're making full contact with the tail. That was Matt Tomasello. Oh yeah, Matt. Matt. Yeah, yeah, Matt. He's got crazy ones. Yeah, he's got a full part coming out that we've been filming. So I've been going back and forth. To You've been filming. Since, oh man, yeah, yeah he's saying, got crazy. He's got crazy footage. Yeah, it, it's insane because when he puts out a clip. Obviously, there's thousands and thousands of comments, and I'm just sat there like, "Well, he's got it." He's, I'm, I'm he, like, "Dude, I sleep in his bedroom, like, yeah, well, in, in his basement." He's got, he's I'm got so something there. Sleep in his bedroom, like <laughs> Julio de la Cruz, that one where yeah. he, yeah, that so it's pinch funny, one. When you mentioned that earlier, like that whole useless one toys, like it brings back all that, the nostalgic feelings when first watched that video and then 1281 with yeah. Julio. And mm-hmm. what, what is that that one? Because he, he does some mad stuff. In There's that. one that he does down a three stair yeah. uh, and it's like with a body barrel and he called it a um, a dream flip because yeah, it, he kind of turns front side, doesn't he? And then it goes back. He, he said it, he fake. said he, he in his head, he, he was got it came to him in a dream. So he calls it the dream flip. But it was like, a, so rad. I think it was like a, a pressure flip and then like yeah i'm trying to imagine casper 180 or something yeah. down the three stair i because i was doing a bunch of that for my transwell uh pro spotlight kind of yeah. weirdness and he was um he was messaging me online and i would i would hit him up and be like what the hell is this thing or yeah 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 because yeah. he was well ahead of the yeah, game then wasn't he technically ahead. yeah like, that whole part where it's kind of all, nearly all in slow motion isn't it and there's one where he does like um like a half like it's like a half pressure flip and then he like hits on the nose 360 yeah. shove it off like this weird thing he, he's done some stuff that i've still not seen done yeah today. i know well that's like the closest thing is matt thomas well he's like, he's taken a yeah that's what yeah. that's the same mindset but matt the the ones that, there's two things that i think of when i think of matt oh three the crazy and i think i know one of them that you're gonna say if i can guess yeah go for it does he pop in the air and his board folds into a no well no well i i i uh i was just i was gonna i was combining all of those as one thing so that was that's all that stuff he does with the with the spring and it like bounces and all that He's stuff like such an incredible skateboarder yeah that stuff is one and then he did the um the thing that julio does where he like pressure half lifts it but then pinches it with his feet and all he's up in there 
Yeah, and holds it. Holds it. Julio yeah. would do that down a gap. I think it was in, might have been Useless Wooden Toys. 1281? Useless Wooden Toys. I, I think. don't think he was yeah. in. Was he in Useless Wooden Toys? Or? I don't know. I don't. Maybe too I think it was early. 1281. 1281? Yeah. yeah, it was probably 12. But he does it down a gap, but it's so perfect. So I was trying for ages to do that. But it's obviously. It's an ultimate sackable trick, isn't it? That it's Fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. And then. It's almost like you're po well, you're pogoing in the air. No, no, it's it's a it's a side press, so you pressure it and it doesn't go up this way. It like goes this way and you pinch oh, it. Okay. So you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you, you pressure it and you pinch it this way I and then do. I can picture it. So Julio would do that, and yeah. he, I remember doing. I see him doing down a gap, but it was like so sick. And then for ages, I wanted to try and maybe do it, and then I seen Matt, and he was doing it like this high, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this dude's got it. And then the one clip I did, it was the he did a only impossible, but it was his front like a judo only impossible where it mm. wrapped around the back of his leg. Yeah, like I learned that one, but I saw you doing that one where you kick your front foot. Yeah, but leg. dude, I I seen the footage of him doing it, and mm. I don't know how the hell he got his foot that high, because every time I try to film one, it does not look like what his looked like. His was like his foot was like way out, like whoosh. Yeah. I can't get my foot out that high. I mean, just getting your front foot out of the, the way that oh, way is impossible. Like, it's a, it's, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it? it makes you it feel like you've never skated it's before. Like blind, isn't it? it should just, be right behind you. Like, just me. watching, <clears throat> watching him skate. It, it's one of the most mind blowing things because yeah, he bet. can do he can do everything that's conventional. Like mm. if you've ever seen his old what is it ten thirty one. Mm. Like stuff like that. He was he on ten thirty one? Yeah, he mm. can skate like handrails, ledges, everything. A lot of guys. And then, is Speedtech still doing 1031? That was his thing. No, I think that's I think that's 1031. It's Halloween, isn't it? 1031 was Speedtech. It was uh, Ben Rayborn. That's uh, right. Yeah. I think Chad Knight. Mm. We I did Chad a trip Knight. to the Cayman Islands and Speedtech was there with Chad Knight and uh, Chad Knight came Greg here Harbor actually to the and, indoor park for Storm. Oh really? Yeah. On the uh, Osiris tour. Oh, back then. Yeah. What was the Osiris tour that came over here? That was a storm, wasn't it? Yeah, the storm. Was yeah, it? yeah. It was when the video came out, and they were at the old indoor park here. I just went to my friend's wedding. He, uh, uh, Mark Nichols. Do you know that name? I know the name. He, yeah. I think he filmed and probably edited a lot of the storm video. Brad. Yeah. Josh Casper. People like that. But anyway, big, classic. Big, story. Big, Matt, yeah. going off on Matt Tomasello. Yeah, sorry. Like anyone. I mean, it's quite funny, isn't it? Like Ellington and Kader. They've been doing pressure flips, yeah, they, like the standard yeah. one eight, and then getting Nate, them off the ground. Nate Sherwood, dude. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He did big spin back, big yeah, spin back all, pressure flip to fakey nose grind. Yeah, and he would do like. How does he do that? I have no idea. Does he direct? Have you ever met Nate? Yeah, I know does, Nate. If you, yeah. Like, does he have really tight trucks to do that? That I don't know. I never skated his board. Well, Tomasello has crooks on, and he's always like, dude, crux. these these things don't turn. Crooks, really? Yeah. Damn, I used to use their bushings, and they used to turn pretty good. But yeah, he does he crank them tight, probably. I mean, at the same time, this dude's got bolts and rivets in his board because yeah, they yeah, self-spin, yeah. so you can't really take Spring. anything. Self-spinning and lockets right. and I've, stuff. Yeah. I bought one home with me where you like wind the board back round on itself, and as you jump up, it like latches round. But so, the, but the hinge is so violent that if you catch yeah. your toe, it's just like yeah. But that's what it needs to be that quick, doesn't it? Yeah. His um his board is in the museum over here this way, isn't it? It's in uh the Ripley's believe it or not museum. Yeah, with a a one of them or like did he assume, like he's done like hundreds of those, hasn't he? Dude, yeah. in his room it's like he's got <laughs> he's got boards. He's like yeah. a proper mad scientist kind of thing, isn't he? Because, yeah. because when I said to him, um, 
you know, and he said in interviews, like, how come you decided to go down this road? He's just like, well, I wanted a new challenge because I've been skating for so long. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. then a bunch of the dudes always say, because a lot of his boards are spring loaded, a load of the guys are just like, dude, all you have to do is jump in the air and it does the trick for you. No, I'm sure there's more but, to it. No, but that. the thing is, like, you can, like, I watched Will say a slappy, the slappy king on those boards and he could not make it work. And then Tomasello's like, no, dude, you're just doing it What like do you mean? This. Could, what, couldn't just stand popping on the board, stuff. Popping on the board and they were all... Spinning around, yeah. But Sarah oh, couldn't do it. it up, but then it? Tomasello's on it, and he's like, "No, for this one, you need your foot in yeah, these right. pressure points." Yeah. And he's got one where he tray flipped it, and it's on four hinges, and it all just yeah, just broke. Uh, it's it. insane. I can't comprehend it, but I get to film it, so I, I, kinda, I find myself quite blessed to be able to no, see that many, creativity yeah. in skateboarding. Many people, no, like, I think he's the only one that does that, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. to that degree. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's good that that kind of stuff is more welcome now than it's ever been in skating there, yeah. there was a time where oh, yeah. doing that kind of it was like well, know, even, cool guy you know not not wanting to get I mean, back in the night well i can only really say about the early 2000s because that's when i was there but even yeah. at the beginning of that it was like a lot of stuff was kind of like i don't because even some of my stuff i, I was gonna say did you get a lot of stick for some of the? that was one of the questions not, yeah. uh i mean the only ones i mean from maybe from you know people in their own house like this yeah. dude what the hell is this dude whatever I, on a what, yeah like whatever i didn't see but i remember i was trying to shoot a one-footed front board shove it down a, it was going to be a sequence down the uh long beach courthouse rail the one that uh you did one right in the almost yeah that different rail this one rail was the one that like uh alpha yard i think he did kickflip back tail big spin or something that tom penny was sitting right in the sorry video or something I'm trying to, it, Eric Fukuhara, Derek Fukuhara did like. Is, heel, it the, is it green the rail? No, it's a little like uh, square one. Yeah, flat square one. You'd know the one. I don't. It's not there anymore. But I was gonna do it down there, and the guy was like, "No, it's too circusy of a trick for a sequence." Now is the only one and only. I think I don't think I got too many. I I joked about it for years, but hmm. um, just do me doing circus tricks, but. I think that was the only time where they somebody was like, I don't want to do Gave it. Gave a negative. But I don't I don't care, dude. No, like, who gives a fuck? Oh, fuck it, don't And now look at it, it's like, yeah. you know. Well, it's so hard to, you know, skating, everyone's exactly the same. It's so hard to make your mark on something to be, like, you know, Matt's got his thing that he's doing, and and, yeah. and that's it. Like, people yeah. are going to see anybody that does that stuff, and they're going to be like, oh, he's copying Matt. Mm. Yeah. And it's so hard to be that person now the thing is i think Matt's stuff so hard that i've not seen anyone try to copy it yet yeah i mean that's what i mean but but yeah. it doesn't matter because that's him and if yeah. you 100 it's, it's it, almost like a whole other sub genre of skating isn't it like that oh yeah he does it's i mean it's, a, it's, it's proper just, mad scientist stuff it's, well it's it's, it's, it's insane. It, skating now is in a place where you can do whatever you want like, yeah i mean that's awesome you can be an olympic guy and yeah you know whatever do that stuff and then you can do you know the stuff that matt does you can you know it's all personal expression and now yeah, you can exactly, actually yeah. before it was supposed to be which it was but now it, it's like now it's a lot yeah it's so open now. to everybody that it's not just like oh i hate this dude so he's never gonna mm. you know show yeah. what he can do on a skateboard because everyone hates what he does now it's like whatever you like can't social media now because everyone's got a camera in the hand there's, a, there's an audience for everything yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah before we before we go off subject one of my favorite stories about penny i was in manchester and i turned a corner and they were just like penny and musker <laughs> yeah and um 
I was just like, you're right, Tom. And he was like, yo, do you want to come for a skate? <laughs> and I skated with him for two days and just filmed like him, Musker, Sasha Daly. What were they here for? Isn't it? <laughs> it was a super tour. Um, Spencer Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. He's Canadian. Like, isn't he? like Lizard Spencer, King. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I just like turned a corner. Is that super? Yeah, it was like yeah. a super tour. Yeah. And I was just like, oh shit, it's Tom. And he was just like, yo. Yeah, so he gave me his email. Never replied. But. Yeah, then it, did <laughs> you ever even... skate much with Penny back in the day? Because we fucking day, no. love Penny. So we're we're I, probably the biggest fans of Tom Penny ever on the show. I skated with Tom in Bar. I, I, I lived in Barcelona for almost a year yeah. before my last. I filmed a lot of my last part in like 2019, but in Barcelona. So I was there a lot. I was uh, living there and I would see Tom around and we would skate with Tom, but he was hurt all the time. He had a knee thing. Yeah, he's, I think he's yeah. mangled his knee at the time. I think he's really looked after himself that well and his knees are fucked. Yeah, he, so he wasn't really like, he want, He was trying to skate, but he yeah. wasn't like, dude, you're, you look like you're in so much pain, you know? You'll run into him anywhere randomly as well. Yeah, and he like, gets about, doesn't he? Like, Somebody said he, they saw him at Glastonbury, he'd gone to see we went to see Wu Tang. Wu -Tang. Yeah. Just turned up and, like, oh, and we, well, he just Penny. he just went to he just <laughs> went to Margate just to yeah. see Jagger That's from right, Supreme. Yeah. And it's like the thing with Tom is it's like the, the reason he's so good. If there's a crew or not, if there's a filmer or not, a photographer or not, he will just go scene. skate. Yeah, yeah. Like on that on that super tour, like everyone woke up and we were like, "Where's Tom?" Yeah. And we like looked out the balcony and he's just like walking in his baggy clothes. So he's got the distinct like, <laughs> yeah, distinguished yeah, yeah. walk, and he just goes yeah. to Erbis. Mm. And he's just flipping in and out of grinds and stuff. Like the dude just skates. He's just to skate. inducted into the skateboarding hall of fame as well in the last week. Oh, really? They yeah. they're oh sick. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. It's about time. Yeah. Is that right? Google that, or is it the UK one? I can't remember. I because I usually get those emails yeah, for the was, US one. Steve yeah. Douglas said something about it. Oh, maybe like, it oh, isn't must... Steve. Man, yeah. Maybe I'm I don't sure know. I mean, of course. I mean, he. I mean for. The amount of time that it took him to become what he is was like a 95. Like what year was like there was like a four year period of where he did everything that people were like still looking at now and in that. Yeah. And it seems like it was forever, but it was literally just like very. No, it, I mean, like I, I kind of saw it a bit because he was. He well, used you to go were at the comps with yeah, him. Yeah, at the Radlands. British I Champs went there in 95. I was ninety. I was there ninety two, maybe ninety two, ninety three, ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. I was. And you saw him every year. Yeah. Come along, and there'd, oh, there'd be, awesome. be the com the contest at the Pioneer, which was the the indoor park at St Albans. Yeah. Just near London, and you know, he, he started off. It was this guy who was on New Deal flow, yeah. around the kind of twelve eighty one time. Yeah. Massive beanie, you know, huge clothing. Baggy trousers. And then slowly, orange slowly started like. You could see he was doing frontside flips that were like coping level, but landing them pivoting. And then the next year, it was like I spoke about it on here before. The next year he was doing we, five forty. It on was that. he was there with Manzuri at St Albans filming, and it was the first time uh, we were sat on top of the the quarter pipe as you go into the park. Yeah, and it's maybe a six foot quarter pipe, and it's the first time I'd seen anyone do a kickflip and catch with their feet above Oof. the coping. And yeah, he did it right in front of us. And Manzuri's filming it for Sound and Vision. Like, and we just turned around to each other and we were like, <laughs> it was like, what the, f like, how has he done yeah. that? And then that was it. 
It was like, and then it was Radlands. Yeah. And That's then, what I mean, a couple and, of years of Radlands, yeah. and then he just went from Radlands to just... And then they went to America, and then that was it. Yeah, the amount of time people have probably had that yeah. feeling watching him do... I mean, yeah. they say it all the time with that chain in the bank thing, yeah. like Bill like, Weiss, yeah. and they like, were just unreal, like, oh my unbelievable. God. I was just filming him skate that road barrier, yeah. and he just goes and goes and goes. Yeah. And so About rare. the uh, Hall of Fame, I got a thing from three days ago. It says... Him, Jeff Grosso, Mike Carroll, and yeah. Rick Howard all inducted in the same. Oh, amazing! I didn't know the rest of them were. Yeah, yeah that's oh, what it says. I mean, every, according all, every to Shredded Up News, every single one of those deserves that. Yeah, hundred. But that's they, Radford. They've deserved I mean. it years, yeah, yeah. years before. Yeah. No, Tom would do. He's skating a mini ramp in some video on the internet with like a little orange shirt on. He does like a. Uh, he was going up to back disaster, but he late shove it back lip slide. So that is the that's, video that we put out. That's our video. roller snakes video, dude. From, that, is it 720 or 540? We've got the VHS over there, Sean. Yeah, that it's from that one. <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah, watch that. I want to. I've only seen so that like, clip, yeah. and I'm like, I want a whole mini. If we've got there. two copies of that, we have to, yeah, I mean, we might yeah, have dude, one, though. I, mean, I think it might be 720 yeah, that he's let's in. Let's see for the camera, dude. That one's 540. I don't know. I think it's the next one. I think it's 720. So that ramp you're talking about was the Oxford Wheels project where Sean Goff and the SS20 skate shop guys, they they got that ramp sorted and it was a mini ramp and then it had a vert section. And so Dude, the I trick you're talking about, I think is where it, it looks like he can do a backside ollie. Late shove. Late shove it, disaster, lips. revert. We lips, he like slides yeah. it, I think, yeah? yeah? I don't know anything about what's going on there. Is that the one in the park? Yeah, it's, it's just in, in a random a... park. Yeah, I know yeah. the footage. I think that's 720. He has okay, like a so little, he's a little kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah and what's that? In the same, in the I think same I've got part. the footage on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. In the same part, <laughs> awesome. he, with with him doing all that kind of mad tech stuff, he then goes onto the vert section and he's doing oh, 360 man. nose bones to fake it yeah, with no. 48 mil wheels. It's like it just shows you that Penny was, it was something else. No. It was just like well, we talk about the iconic photo of the <coughs> flip fake on vert, the flipper, um, the flip indie, the flip indie that Horsley, indie that Horsley yeah, shot. on the Cheech and Chong board. And Ho like Unreal. I've spoke to Horsley and he's just like, yeah, he just said he wanted to do it, yeah, and he just did it, and the dude doesn't yeah. skate. Vert. Well, I seen him. I, I was at Radlands in '95 for that contest, yeah. so I seen him skate the vert ramp like randomly. Ramp. And I, the only Fucking like mental. I, I seen McCrank do similar thing, like switch any mm -hmm. switch flip any fakies as well, yeah, like that. Yeah. And I'm just like these, both of these dudes have whatever else, that, yeah. yeah, whatever that is they have. Like mm. a lot of people are looking. I always for. remember bumping into McCrank in, it would have been Lausanne. Probably what year were you in Radlands? '95, did you say? Yeah. Did you then go on to the Switzerland? The only time I went to Switzerland, well, I went a couple of times, but we had that Grand Prix. Yeah, I think it was then. And we were yeah. skating this random mini ramp in an indoor park, and McCrank just showed up. And it was it was when he was still riding for the Canadian company. What was it? Cherry Bombs? Cherry Bombs. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's, so he that's, was, that's before he went. Yeah. That, so, I think that you might have caught him right at the tip of him just sailing. So he was skating this mini ramp, yeah. and we were there, and it was, it was really, it was like a vert, transition for a mini ramp so it was yeah. really you know like hard to skate mm. and he just dropped he got there and i yeah. don't think he'd ever skated before and he dropped in and he was doing like i mean i remember it being head high probably was front side ollies just dunk, yeah yeah dunk, no, he's like so that. Good. and he's it was so just good. like and we were like who the fuck is this mm. you know and then it you know and then you start him seeing him in four on one and the medic maddie came out yeah and, and it's just like and whoa like, oh shit God, yeah. yeah no i see him Oh, I see him skating all the time in uh, Vancouver at the place with the curb thing. We use a tennis oh, right, court yeah. that we convert. Mm. You know, he skates there. Yeah. 
Talk, yeah, McCrank's a legend, isn't he? Talking about so Vancouver, one of my <coughs> questions on here was, have you ever been skating around in the evening and seen the elusive barrier court? Because I know they're they're Vancouver. They they skate the they skate the undercover DIY a lot. Yeah, that's where absolute shredders. That that's where I up. seen them skating the barrier in the back. Yeah, the, yeah. This one. Yeah. They don't. Yeah, yeah. They never skate in inside. Yeah, it's they always skate. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, I've seen them skate there. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how the, some of those barriers. Actually, there's a barrier in the the. There's a barrier on the outside. And there's a barrier like right on the tip of where you go out. So it's mm -hmm. like really this little section. Uh, is, it, is the one that's kind of curved round as well? There's uh, the one I saw him skating was like against the wall and it kind of went down. Like it was like a kind of down. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's another one that's like inside the park, but just on the edge. And that one has like, you know, it's skatable for people. But then there's some of the ones around Vancouver that mm -hmm. I've tried to skate that they've skated are insane they, like no no concrete on it like, yeah basically like a wall ride to the like, one he they, they skated the, there was one at can there's a <clears throat> canby downtown at the canby parking lot they had like a little i think it was their first video yeah I've the got horde that. video where he was doing like 360 backside 360 kick yeah, yeah whatever he was in that was insane like he did backside air on it like what was it backside 360 kickflip i don't know i can't remember I what it was. was in the creature horde video i could have been there too the but it, yellow that, barrier yeah that yellow barrier was that the ritual barrier they i don't know i can't uh, all of those fuckers have ritual barriers it's too yeah, hard to... yeah no i like don't know how he did some of those things like i said seeing what seeing when he came here and i took him to like i almost took that while I was taking Deerman to like just some raw unconcreted barriers. Yeah, I know. And he like he'd kind of get there and I'd just be like, Do you think yeah, then? No, no, he's, and he yeah. just goes for it and I don't I don't know how someone can get up. Because at like, the bottom before even the, in the English really barriers, small flat. Yeah, you've got that yeah. chunk but at the just, bottom, isn't there? And then and, and then it's rocks him like four wheels up, four <coughs> wheels in. It's insane. I don't know if his board has a little nose on it though, does it? He said a it was a like copy that. with a with a much shorter nose on it, so he can so you can violently stab an abrupt, <laughs> hellish transition. Dude, I fucking, I, live, I love Deer Man, man. He's, he's violently sick. stab. <laughs> Wait, hold on a sec. We need to talk about who's sponsoring this episode of the podcast, the podcast that you are enjoying listening to right now. Toby, who's sponsoring this episode? Today's sponsor is Camp Rubicon Skate Camps, which have been around since 2006. They are active for eight weeks a year. So you need to get in while you can. Campers have been traveling from all around the globe for almost a decade for the ultimate skateboarding holiday camp experience. And this year, they will see the campers head over to Europe to have a little skate in Barcelona. Barcelona. And even the Netherlands for about a week. Barcelona. Say it. Barcelona. Barcelona. Guests in the past have included the likes of Chris Vile, Paul Regan, Tommy Corbridge, Alex Takuna, Adam Keats, Aaron Jago. They've also had veterans like Andy Scott. My homie Nikki Howes and Craig Smedley. Craig. Included in the camp is accommodation, travel, food and entry fees to any parks. So whilst you're at Camp Rubicon, they also aim to skate two parks a day, which means 10 parks a week. That also includes some of the most famous and popular indoor and outdoor skate parks known to man. So overall, it just sounds like a sick week where you can skate with some incredible skateboarders and meet like-minded people. So to all the viewers and listeners out there that want to find out more information about Camp Rubicon, where can they search? 
CampRubicon.com, and that's Rubicon spelled R-U-B-I-C-O-N. They are also on Instagram at CampRubicon, and you can send them an email, info at CampRubicon.com. Did you know emails don't get wet like letters? I never knew that. Anyway. Are you on email? Back to the show. Are you on email? You simply have to be these days, don't you? That went. That was so awkward. We should probably let the listeners know about the Patreon that we're starting. Do you want to give them some information about that? Yes, I will. So from as little as £2 a month, you can become a Patreon member and get access to uncensored, uncut episodes, Mm. behind-the-scenes shiz, bonus OG episodes. What does that mean, Ford? Like the episodes that we used to see where it was just me and Toby doing reviews, fan mail, and anything else in between. And Toby's favourite, Stinker of the Week. Stinker of the Week is back, but only on Patreon episodes. Mm-hmm. You will also get outtakes, early access to new merch when it launches, mm-hmm. general skate nerdery, and much, 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 much more. <laughs> make sure you check out all the information in the description. Follow the links. Make sure you subscribe, become a member, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Bef- before we go on, please feel free to have a liquid death. Oh. We're not... We're not sponsored by him, but I'm just saying, if Chris Haslam says you've got to sort us out, <laughs> liquid death, sort your shit out. Come on. Feel free to have a drink at any time. But, um, um, but yeah, I'm guessing you would have run into them quite a lot then. Or Yeah, I have. A lot. And uh, a couple of the other guys there too, mm. they around town. But I mean, I, you know, for me, nighttime is for sleeping. You know, I don't yeah. those, those guys go out in the middle of the night, like light up. Yeah, stuff, light like, up a spot. Probably with fire, like a candle videos, yeah. or something. <laughs> like they, I watched the first video. I mean, they, they like had like, or Candle, like yeah, yeah, at the they're burning their faces <laughs> on it. It's like a proper ritual. Yeah, there's one. There's one clip of um, I forget what his name is, um, but he like does a perfect backside 50, 50 back to fakie on a barrier depth leviathan dweller and it's on a pig pig board so it's super stubby depth leviathan and he's uh, in shorts depth leviathan dweller. dweller i think that's who that yeah. one is yeah <laughs> and it's just perfect back 50 50 back to fake you know we always talk about blender. the neil blender one at this at the street style isn't that called a certain death a certain death is that what it's called like yeah. if you stand up i think isn't that what it's called yeah, you stand up with a pin, and then you it. like go in full pivot in from oh, a back yeah that. so you yeah, don't i mean it would be certain definitely. so you don't go up and slide in you go yeah, yeah. back proper yeah. lock your trucks yeah. and you come back in almost like you're doing yeah. i think i think i mean people on the internet will probably tell me not. i think that might be a call to certain I've, death i've not heard it called that but that makes sense doesn't it? i think it's uh i think i don't know if you it counts if you go into it or if you just stand on it and go in right I think that might be called. I don't but, know. I could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. But this uh, ben, ben Plum does all that, doesn't he? On the ramp, he can yeah. he can oh, basically sure. go in and out of any kind of grind. He looks like he's hit reverse. It's like the front, the front side pivot to come in. Uh, sudden yeah. death. Sudden death. Sudden death. Sudden death. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there okay. we go. Close. Almost yeah. Got producer it. Fraser. It fucking would be on a barrier. Yeah, sudden me. death. Yeah. The front side pivot stall and then pivot in with no slide. Like legit style, that one. Like how Penny used to do. Shit. Yeah, he. So you just like like that. Oh, not even rolling. Stall. Matt Mumford used to do them. Like yeah. Stand up a stall, and then just go in front side. Like, right. Oh, not like grinding. Front just side pivot to fakie, but with your wheels not oh. sliding and you're. Yeah. That yeah, scares the that. shit That's out of not... me. Yeah. Tom yeah. would. I don't know. Tom just. I seen there was another mini ramp sex. He has his baggy ass windbreaker on. And he's just that's like, in Prague at the old mini ramp thing. Yeah. He's, this looks like he was floating. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, that, those clips, I mean. I watched, because 
Like, speaking of floating, I, do you guys remember Andrew Lange? I know the he used name. to write for Flip. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like used to he, do Good on Ramps. Good on Ramps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he's kind of a bigger dude. Islander guy, big guy. Uh, I seen him recently. Oh, not recently, a couple years ago. But he's like really tall and really big. And you don't, if you just like look at him and see him, yeah. like if you got a skateboard out, you're like, man, this guy probably like hurts. But when I seen him skate these big quarter pipes and transition stuff, it had, he had the same, like it Flight. looked like he weighed nothing. Yeah. Like he was, and he was doing like, you know, switch front blunt, like all this stuff. And you're just like, oh my God. Some people just got that transition flow, haven't they? Like, it doesn't matter how Andy much Scott you had weigh. It as well. or, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, we were talking like, about like, it. Proper like ninjas. They can just do it all. It's like, well, we seamless. were talking about it a while ago. Like, I love skating ramp, but I don't have my legs are heavy. I don't have the ramp yeah. legs. To oh, fly. heavy legs. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like, that's that's what that's probably what it is. Like, yeah. Lange probably had that. Mm. Lange has that, and Tom definitely just melts into the ramp, and you don't even. Yeah, he has no friction at all. Mm. I mean, Tom grew up in that uh, in Oxford, where Sean Goff and a lot of the mini ramp guys, that's and the guys, that's were, so so he, he would be skiing, with, and with Ali, Ali Carnes as well. He yeah, Ali Carnes and Avi yeah, as well. So they they all. We other. just had him on, Ali Khan's. Yeah, awesome. he was our last. Was he our last episode? He was our last record. Out? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Ali Khan's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing super well. rad, incredible vert skateboarder. Yeah, yeah. Is is um, you said Andy Scott. Is he the one that did the kickflip eggplant? Yeah, the scrambled egg. Yeah, yeah. that's what this. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> I remember. I think what, I was it? The, what skate park was that shot in? That was oh fuck. Um. I feel like I was. I've been to that park. I, I think it was. Oh, I don't know because it. I remember him doing that sequence, and I was like, "Oh man, that sounds like a." I was trying to think where I was. I want to say Manchester. Producer Fraser, you on it? I'm trying. Andy Scott scrambled egg. I don't even think it was. Thinking. The kickflip egg is called the scrambled egg. Yeah, makes All sense right. though, right? Well, because <laughs> there's a few. There's the the scrambled egg. There's the. Uh, What's the eggplant 540? Fuck nice. McEgg. Or oh, there's a McEgg. That's, ki the that's kind of Sean's the, This is Sean's territory. Oh, what is it called? But there's all these, like, yeah. just, they might as well start a restaurant or something. <coughs> yeah, just, well, I have, McEgg. A, I have a McEgg once a week from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I wish it was that easy to do those, you know? Yeah, do we want to talk any more about hometown, well, about Canadian skateboarding? I know there's a lot there, but we could be there for a no, I mean, no, let's let's move on to um there's a lot of what, Canadian skaters. What yeah. about what about Chris's favorite Canadian skater? Yeah, who who you I mean we've got a great board of a Canadian skateboarder behind us. Right here. It's Andy Anderson right piece there. there. New shape even, no? Yeah. yeah. He's but, another one that's on that creative spectrum that is anyone yeah. gonna top what he's doing. I mean he is a he's got a good he like he has a mix of a lot of things, like especially yeah. with the that whole freestyle side of them, mm -hmm. like to, ha to have that little like flat ground freestyle side and the whatever the twenty-seven stair Smith grind but side. He's got it all, isn't he? Well, that's what I mean. Together, that, doesn't it? That's what I mean. There's not many people that have that balance of the freestyle world and use it in a way that they can do it on a handrail and stuff like that. Yeah, he he's do, got really good front side flips like, as well. He's yeah, got the flip, isn't he? Yeah, what's he the do balance? feeble grind front foot impossibles out? I'm sure. Oh, probably, I mean. Back feeble? I think so, yeah. I'm sure he does back, back feeble, feeble front, front side front, front foot, foot impossible, impossible to fakey. 
Yeah, I've done that. That was the one I've in. You've uh, done that, you? Yeah, that was in. Uh, Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure he did filmed, it. Filmed Fisheye. Both, Fisheye uh, and Long. Yeah, in, in uh, uh, Madrid. Was it, in, was it in Five Inch? Yeah, that's it. I've got that now. So My... you've got to sign it for me before we go. All right. I don't care. He's signing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's five inches from the curb, not a. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I can't find where that Andy Scott trick was filmed, but it's in Spirit of the Blitz. Death no, Box, no, that's the Spirit of the Blitz was the first Death Box video. We're talking later. This is when Sunday Andy, service. It was in. Was it in was it the in contents page of? Video? No, it was yeah, in the sequence. contents page yeah. of Thrasher. Yeah, I remember looking at it and being like, "Whoa!" He's riding was... a green board. It's it's an indoor vert ramp. I went there. I don't even know where it is. Like, what? The... Let's get into. Um, your first sponsors and like how did it first start kicking off my you? first sponsor was a shop sponsor in vancouver called the boarding house is that still there no oh, they sure. like they got broken into like multiple times in like yeah. one or two years and they're just like dude yeah fuck this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> done but it was there for years man it was there for a yeah. long time uh the school skates is the longest standing oh yeah what are they 70 78 or something no something insane old as me 45 years well how pd like yeah i don't know yeah. he's been running skull and pd's hot yeah. shop for a long time huh? yeah. yeah that logo is iconic isn't it the skull skates logo mm. it's so simple but yeah. you you yeah. like look at you, it you know so what it sick. is yeah but yeah so your first one my first sponsor my flow sponsor was um i remember in that video vancouver 2000 uh it was the Slam City Jam Vancouver 2000 video. I think I've got that. I did a switch backside 5-0 on this bump to rail that was at a park I skid. It was Muska had a barbecue there. Brad. Did he uh, have his uh, boombox? Yeah, but I think I think usually had it at a different park. And I think that year something happened at that so he brought it to the park that I always skated at and I was I was just skating around doing my thing there yeah. and I uh like I guess I was skating okay cuz the um the distributor there hit me up and was like would you want some action shoes yeah so i was like i got my uh first i got like three pairs of actions like you the like, next day and like, i've made it well yeah i did and then i like parked my car left in my car and then i woke up in the morning and some bastard stole Stop. broke into my car and stole them all sounds <laughs> like canada's got a lot of breaking, breaking yeah. and entering situations yeah Stole them all, and then I had to go back and ask for more. That's a new one. Did, was there a moment where you looked at them and you were like bummed out, but you were like, "Damn, nah, sponsored." No, <laughs> never, never. I, I don't even do that to this day. Well, yeah. maybe now I, I know a guy that makes boards that I just keep myself that I can. I have to make my own board company to be pro still, but um, you can be pro for baghead crew. <laughs> yeah, do it. That'd be fucking. Can, rad. can you be the first pro to ride for my clothing company? <laughs> clothing bag crew. Can we do it? I'll send. I'll send you clothing once every six months. <laughs> you get one t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So we we did. The, I did the action shoes for flow for a little bit, and then uh, you know danced around some like distributor stuff in Canada with like yeah. World Industries and DC shoes and. It was on RDS for the first video for a like a hot second. And then oh, I, Red Dragons. And then I kind of left that. And then uh, I was um, going to university. At, yeah, University of British Columbia for there for a minute. And like I couldn't, I started making videos to send down to sponsors in LA and stuff. And nothing was biting. And then uh, I was like, screw it. And then, then, then I, uh, the, the same, because there was, 
multiple distribution companies there mm. and uh the one guy that gave me the action shoes was different than the world dc guys at the time so i'd already left action there and i was getting dc and then this dude was like you can just leave i'll get you whatever you, whatever we distribute i'll send your video right to the place but you just like i wasn't on rds anymore and it was very it was very like um you know rds and like world histories and uh dc the call mckay's and <clears throat> so they had all the ties to pull with all the if you're in the whole thing but I, I was kind of always like an outsider to a lot of the things i was doing so um i was like all right well i left those and i was that's when i was like well this that was a short-lived career as skating well, <laughs> i have to pay for things the rest of my life now yeah and uh he extent my video down to uh dwindle like dwindle yeah. and uh i remember uh on the nine club i there i wasn't sure what happened of how my video i thought my i thought it went pretty like handoff here well, okay cool fly day one day one was like come on down whatever i thought it was that simple but it was total luck of the draw what happened mm -hmm. because my friend um sock who filmed like socrates leo yeah, yeah. filmed like yeah mm -hmm big videos Amazing in the 90s videos, and stuff. like yeah. yeah all those yeah. cool ones someone that one of his buddies worked in the warehouse at the time because mm -hmm. decker was filmed in the warehouse at yeah. the back yeah and he they were moving uh warehouses to where uh the at the time the globe acquired them and they moved into mm. with globe over there uh no longer with globe but they um the guy was helping like in the back clean up but he went to get some food in the front in the cafeteria and there was videos sponsor me videos just piled in the cafeteria anyway. and uh, i guess he said he was eating his thing he's like fuck it I'm, you know like oh, he's this weirdo and he put <laughs> he chose your one yeah mine put it in and uh was watching it while he ate and because day one was skating the back day one came in All to right. get a drink or That's something right. Holy shit. and the guy was like hey they want to check this out and it was me doing like i don't know kick the back lip kick about or whatever yeah. in canada and <laughs> that's how it so oh, the total total yeah. like luck yeah. i mean if that's exactly if that's how it went i was like man made me question my whole <laughs> <laughs> what a what a person to walk in and see his fonts well i mean it was one. it was just if you know <clears throat> if what dwindle didn't move if if like you know dwindle hadn't been moving there would be no warehouse to skate in day one wouldn't have been there my video would just been in the pile yeah uh like crail tap moved uh girl moved from uh like vermont to like the in california Tor torrance or whatever they were yeah. on vermont avenue and they moved to like um closer in towards torrance but me and day one would skate in there this is like fast forward 12 years they were moving all their stuff out to the new warehouse and somebody comes in and was like is this yours and it was my sponsor me video no that they didn't respond to me with Bastards. <laughs> and i was like yeah that's mine <laughs> thanks for responding you dickheads yeah. can i have it back yeah i think they gave it me back yeah yeah but but it was just like you know so my videos made it they just never and i can't that's just me like there's 
millions of people that sent those things yeah. in. It's kind of I mean? different for kids now, isn't it? Because Instagram is kind of their sponsor tape. Well, yeah, and it's always there, so yeah. everyone can see it. But if, if you don't have Instagram or whatever, you, like, what are you going to do? You have to, yeah. like, if you don't send your, no one's going to see you. Mm. Yeah. You this weird, like, myth that happens in your town. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I guess yeah. That's one good thing about social media is, is the, the ability to actually see you know, give these kids opportunities that are like in small towns. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. But, you know, when start having to pay, you know, people paying for you to film social media clips, it starts yeah, getting a little exhausting. A mm. That gets a bit unfun, doesn't it? So um, did, did you say day one called you up? It was uh, Vince. I, I can't remember who actually called me to go down. I think the guy, the brand manager at the time, Vince Krause, called the guy the distributor guy in Canada that sent my video down, Kelly. Uh, I think he, they organized it and I went down and I saw day one uh, when the guy picked me up from the airport and drove me, because I drove from the airport straight to the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't know what they were doing. I think they were skating the flat gap that the on the, like day one was doing crazy shit on the forklift with the... So is this the stuff from the DECA, DECA video? video? Yeah, yeah. so I, I literally went from the airport into that that scene so that was the deca warehouse yeah, yeah. into scene day one that was the forward. dwindle warehouse so, yeah okay. yeah and then straight into watching like day one and you know i can't remember who else was there maybe shiloh was there one a few days a couple mm-hmm. days and uh yeah. i don't know maybe uh, john fitzamani was there the guy that uh one of day one super good friends uh he's been filming and shooting day one for years he was in there so i walked in straight into that and started just skating the and I think the first day in the deck of video, I was wearing like a baby blue fury t-shirt. That was my first day there. And I think I did like a front, what did I do? Uh, I can't remember. Fakey flip tail slide across this. Like we put a ledge on it. Then a yeah, yeah. Tail slide. And then I did another trick. Can't remember what the hell that was. But yeah, that video was mad. It was like. That was the first forklift truck lifting the ledge up between yeah. The, the yeah that's what I walked in on day one so yeah it's like rattling was that the first time you'd seen day one skate in real life yeah that's the first time I did well I hadn't seen the only other time I'd seen pro skate uh, was at Radlands yeah. and I, the first dudes I met were Ray Barbie and Steve Cavalera on the street outside Rad. yeah yeah and then when I went in I was like I mean. I was at a level in Singapore where I was like, because I I moved to Singapore when I was when ninety one. I was at a level there where I was like, okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm pretty good considering I'm Singa- like in Singapore and yeah, yeah. But when I when I when I went to Radlands, I was like, oh my god, what the hell? I remember, yeah. the, I think that was the same year. Ray Barbie was skating the mini ramp. Dude, Gershon, was, Tony oh, Hawk was doing oh, five forties wow. on the mini ramp. You yeah, yeah, that, that was the year I was there. So that was ninety four. So that mini ramp was five foot high. And it was there place. it was there uh so then i must have, i must have skated there as well in 94 yeah. because i went to i was europe 95 as well because i watched mm-hmm. tom doing all the could 94 was mike santa rosa wasn't it fuck i thought it was earlier than that mike santa rosa won the 94 Maybe it was 94 yeah because it was come on eileen flip over the, the pyramid didn't it? it was come on eileen he was yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. flipping like, the rolling i i loved that song and i loved how uh Mike skated uh, in that, and he was just killed it. So uh, consistent, wasn't it? Yeah, and so then I, I, we went. We were in Northampton at, uh, for Europe '95, and then I, yeah, I met Tony. I met uh, Ray and uh, uh, Steve, and then I went in. and I was like, oh my god, 
Kareem Campbell, Drake yeah. Jones, oh, yeah. like you know, Jamie Thomas, Ed Templeton, impossible tail grab over the and then Tom Penny doing all this like what the I always remember turning up for the practice day and um like obviously we were kids and it was like holy shit, Americans are in town turning up and Templeton was there and they just built that really tall ledge on top of the driveway. Yeah, and it was like, you know, like fresh plywood not mm. been waxed. And Templeton just gets there, rolls around, and then he's straight in nosebone sliding across the top of it. And it was a big ledge to get on top of, mm. no wax. And like we were all just like, what the fuck? Because we come from waxing the shit out oh, of yeah, stuff yeah, to get yeah. it to go, you know? How and insane, he's doing it with no wax. How insane is it that no one in the UK wants to go to Northampton, but there was a time when every fucking professional oh skateboarder God. ended up it, there. there like, so, of Northampton of all places. Yeah. There's wow. nothing there. With, and, but and Radlands. There was like the street outside. Yeah. Where everyone would be in their cars camping. There's the school behind it where you just go and camp. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm talking story, camp. Yeah. I'm just like, you get a sleeping bag and you get under a tree and you shut up and go to sleep. Yeah. And then you're, you're there the next day and like, the yeah, it's like when when I saw Sean Sheffy went to that nightclub and, and he, he saw went, us. Dirty dog. He, no, he saw us like, and obviously we were geeking out like fucking oh Sean Sheffy. Mm. He turns around and he's like. Hey, you dirty fucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Nice. The rad thing at the moment is oh, the, the OG dude that owned Radlands, his son now comes here to skate. Yeah. And he awesome. brings OG, I've got OG Radlands stickers, yeah. you know, from like, that's that he's just got stats on. Yeah. I mean, and, and then also the Radlands thing has spawned Dadlands in the UK, which is <laughs> well, an Instagram. Is well, it's all, worldwide now. Which is all the that. dads that skate curves and they have dad of the year. <laughs> Toby won dad of the year. Oh, there yeah. we go. There we go. Last, yeah, 2022, I think it was. Yeah, I took yeah. the photo you with the dad of the year yeah. hammer. Um, so it's like this whole subculture of dads who like you get an hour on Sunday morning while the kids are like gone shopping with yeah, their mums, yeah, yeah. go and skate the slap yeah, exactly. And it's so rad. So rad. Um, who was the guy who won at the first dad of the year? The Australian guy. But there's also obviously the Grown Brigade as well. Yeah, the yeah grown, like Bones Brigade, but groaning because you, you're injured all the time. <laughs> Horsley, yeah. yeah Andy Sidewalk, Horsley, Horsley yeah. Sidewalk Mag. He does Grown Spaghetti. Oh, yeah, you must I have met Horsley back yeah, then. He lives in Nottingham, just down the road. I think I met him before. You, yeah. you must have done him. name for sure. You yeah. would have met him and Ben Powell or someone yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Ben Powell. Yeah. Yeah. Legends. Yeah. Get, we legends. want to get him on the show. He's a teacher. He's so a little bit scared about coming yeah, on. Yeah, obviously. The, <laughs> this, the things we want to hear and ask him about might yeah, be uh, yeah. suitable for his students. Um, let's go back to Decker. So, obviously... Sorry. <laughs> well, you, this is just random um because you said slam city jam yeah before we leave do you remember a song called renee renee yeah he, i know renee i saw him like a couple like last two months ago you, or so i went into a skate shop when i was a kid and the guy behind the counter was like check this slam city on uncensored and it's got renee renee on the cover missing tooth like multicolored yeah, yeah. and he starts off where he's like skating down the street and he goes to the mini ramp and he's like I'm doing frontside five holes and oh, then I hit my head and I black out and he, he goes all dizzy and wakes up. And then this character called Rene Rene comes in in all gold chains and he's like, mm -hmm. the sex is hot. And he's rapping yeah. at Slam City <laughs> Jam and Sense and there's mm -hmm. like tits everywhere. And I'm like, who is Rene Rene? Yeah. And I've never been able to find that DVD again, but I got given it by the dudes at Casino Skate Shop. Were you at the Slam City Jam when Burnquist first appeared on the scene? Just random. And you know, everyone was like, holy shit. It was 96, maybe? No. I was uh, I was probably 2000, 2001, two, probably from 2001, uh, I got to skate it. And then I think 2006, it was in Calgary, and then it died. Yeah. But I was from, two, I was there when uh, 
they had that huge rainbow rail and mark gonzalez mm-hmm. was like lips people grinding it and stuff and like josh evan was like doing crazy yeah. neck high like whatever the hell he was doing it, i think um yeah i did watch bill weiss nude five on the vert ramp oh amazing you know i've seen that which is yeah. good nutsack <laughs> looked like an ostrich head when it was playing <laughs> uh yeah it was uh ryan johnson all these that was so sick Renee and and a couple of people are are they started a little contest there now too. I just love that guy. Like I remember seeing that video and being like, "Fucking hell, this is like the most random dude." Yeah. That's just like bling blinged out everywhere. I think he had a clip in Alex Chalmers' part in the flip in the video. flip video. Um, like I can't the, remember what it was, but it comes Ollie, up really qu- quick Ollie on the back screen. back foot kickflip out of the ball. It comes up like really the, quick on screen. I think he's in like a shopping trolley and it says that was Rene Rene. He does like a, uh, so I think sick. it's an Ollie late flip out of the top part of Griffin Bowl. That's the filmed fisheye as well. I'm I can't sure. remember. I remember yeah. seeing it because I was like, oh man, there it is. But yeah, I mean, he used to do 360 Christ airs out of the bowl. Yeah. Like this like, dude is sick. This dude's so random, but yeah. so sick. And I've I just. I just heard of him because a dude at the counter was just like, we just got a stack of these. We don't know what to do with them. Yeah. It must have been an independent so feature from him and someone else. Probably. Well, he did make a music video, I think. Yeah, yeah Sex is Hot. <laughs> and he, he did a song with fucking one of the Blink... Mark, Mark, Marcus really? Hopper from Blink-182. Just get in the urge to do a 360 Oh, man, I've got the urge to do <laughs> one now. I, like, you know what I feel like doing today? That's yeah. a skate three trick. Yeah. But, Sean... Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, Can you sorry. do me a favour? Can you DM Ali and ask where Andy Scott did the scrambled egg? He's bothering me now. Munson's not calling back. <laughs> we, we need to. Yeah, just say. I could call him. Ali, how are you doing? Where are you going? I'm up in the middle of nowhere. See. Ali, I, I'm here with Chris Haslam. Hey, there we go. <laughs> we've got we've got a question for you. Toby wants to know. You know Andy Scott did the scrambled egg, the kickflip eggplant? Andy Scott? Yeah, but where was that sequence that was in Thrasher? What skate park was it? Um, the first time I saw him do it, we were at the YMCA. Right. Uh, down in Encinitas on that blue ramp when it was blue, the metal surface. But, but he had a sequence in Thrasher and it was a, in an indoor ramp. Can you remember? Uh, I don't know that I saw Fuck. that one. No one can remember where it is. We thought you'd know. No, we're trying to find out now. It was, I'm sure it was uh, contents page of Thrasher. We'll work it out. Yeah. No worries. Okay. Okay. No worries, dude. See you later. Cheers, dude. Yeah. See you later, Ali. Okay, See you in a bit. Cheers. Cheers, dude. It's like, who wants to be a millionaire? Right? <laughs> that was a lifeline. Right, oh, <laughs> we only have two lifelines left. We need to get Andy Scott on the show. I'm just trying to think who'd know, because but anyway, but right, he would know. let's go back. Let's, let's go back yeah, to Decca. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I hope he'd know. Take yeah, it away. Let's go back to Decca then. So that warehouse forklift ledge, mm. like rigging up the spots. That you know, that's iconic of that time, isn't it? And and Decca as a brand, that's what everyone knows from that brand. Oh, that, I mean, that, and, that was all day one, and, yeah. and those dudes. Mm. That, I like was just, I was just like unreal for me to be there at that time you know what yeah. i mean so i was just along for the ride how, how long was the process from you going down there that first time to decker starting like was decker around that was already there yeah. yeah yeah and then you were like down there they told you you were going to be on decker and 
I don't know if he even told me. I think it, I went down there, and I think I don't know. I think we just vibed for super good, and yeah. that yeah. was it. Because the second day I was there, Rodney showed up and started giving me tensor trucks, and I don't know. I think maybe day one said something to Rodney or something, oh, but it was yeah. day one, and then day two, and then I left. Like I think like five days later and i had to go back to vancouver and be like what the fuck just happened i yeah, love doing this show but i get jealous hearing these stories of like, dude, imagine being somewhere and fucking rodney mullen it was it was there it like dude it was well i told you it happened so by yeah i'm gonna put this video on fuck it. and yeah, it was my yeah. video i could put anybody's there was, was like a pile of video. i seen it i go down yeah. there and i looked at it it was like huge like i the, pulled them out and put them in like that scene in that cheesy film that came out in the 2000s called Grind with like Bam. Yeah, yeah. Where, he, where, he, where he's like, can you take my sponsor tape? And he goes, yeah, sure. And he like opens the um, the tour bus and all the tapes fall out and he just goes. Right, yeah, there dude. Yeah. There we go. Here oh, we, we go. Got we got it. it. We got, got it. it. Haslam, uh, we, we got, got it. it. on Sidewalk. Oh, it was in Sidewalk. Well, it was on the Sidewalk I website. That, I don't know if it was posted wait, in Sidewalk. He did, yeah, he did it on the Sidewalk. No, yeah, that was it. What is that park? The, you know, that I, sidewalk. I can't find that's what park from it is. the sidewalk. That's dude, no, that's from Fresher. That is Fresher text. Isn't yeah, it? but it's Hang on, what does it say? You can't read that. Is it no Wicked? shot it. Did Wicked? It shoot? says you got raspberry vodka instead of blueberry, and you're yelling at someone over it. <laughs> well, that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's the skate park that was, I've been to. That park. It's. I, I think it's Manchester. No, it's Blackpool. Blackpool. It's um. It's not fucking. Fuck. It's the Rocks, one that Abby Rocks, used to skate Rock City. All the time. Black, is it Rock yeah. City in Blackpool? No, that's Hull, wasn't it? No, it's in Blackpool, right up. Bones. That's what I thought it was, but I don't know. It's the one that Big Woody Skate Shop was at. I don't know if it's still there. I'm gonna find it because I've got fucking footage. Right, hang then. on. We're going back. I'm talking to, about Decker. No, no. You go. <laughs> you go on to it. I'm gonna find. Um, how long? Like with the whole like. Decca, how many years was that? Were we talking before almost came along? No, it was Artifact was the next oh, one. Oh, Artifact. Fuck, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. It was, um, well, Sneak Preview happened. That that was the first kind of video they had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Marcus killed that video. That, that uh, Here Comes the Boom song. Like, yeah. Here's yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that, dude. He skates so fast. There was that one, and then the next one came out. I, I don't even know the whole timeline of Decca, but it, it wasn't long. It was like yeah. a year, maybe mm -hmm. a little less or a little more. Was Decca before A-Team or? No, I was, well, no. I think Rodney might have been, was he on this A-Team happening? No, I don't, I don't. I think that was no, before No, then. Rodney was on Enjoy, so A-Team's already done. Yeah. Uh, Rodney's on Enjoy because Mark had started a uh, Enjoy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so Gershon probably, I think, was on Blind. Yeah. Was he not? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, and Chet had started Dark Star. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I tried to give Chet my video, and he said no when I was getting sponsored. <laughs> Chet? Yeah. <laughs> you missed no, out. No, no. Well, yeah, I mean, Chet, like, I've spoke to Chet. Chet's cool. Everybody said no except for day one. Whatever that scenario have that was the only one well, what a great scenario and yeah i mean everyone, i could not have many, asked for better 20 years of, was it about 20 years you got with dwindle was it? uh i had 20 yeah 20 yeah Maybe. everyone said no apart from the best skateboarder. well yeah, no that, that's right. what i mean i mean and it you know uh, clearly they had other things that they were they didn't know who i i, yeah, I, I was nobody i was just it, yeah. another guy whatever uh but you know i would not have if I could do it again the same way, I would have done it the same yeah. way because, you know, 
you know, now Rodney and Daywan are like, you know, super good homies of mine. And like they influenced my skating in a way that not, I don't think many people could have. Well, they were both very creative, doing their own thing kind of skaters. Yeah. And I think they probably saw that similar yeah, in you. Yeah, you're very creative. And they creative were like, too. you fit in perfectly with that. I mean, I had the, I had those doing weird tricks, but I didn't have, I like, I didn't know how to like do it. I did, I had the tricks, but it was just me. Facilitating. Yeah, random yeah. guy doing weird ass tricks, like dressed like some shaved head weirdo. So did, did, they, did they guide you with that and how? No, I don't think they knew they were doing it, but I was looking at them as, uh, and I would listen to mostly Daywan, or mostly Rodney, because Rodney, just the way uh, Rodney talks about, you know, your, your, uh, presentation to people in terms of yeah. what they see of you and your, your image and that stuff i don't i didn't think about that shit you know so listening to rodney do that is you know it changed the way that i um the things that i did the, the way that i filmed well, like not, your outlook on yeah the game. way that how my video parts look how they are put together it yeah. changed all that stuff and then, i think i'd cry if i met rodney honestly <laughs> hand on heart like <laughs> you know if you just came in you're like hey guys i'd yeah. just be like It'd be like meeting the fucking god. No, he has a you know? presence to him. Yeah, mm. I mean, he's he's so over here that when he does come, and I, I don't, it's might be on purpose, but when he comes in, you're just like, oh my god. Yeah. But I mean, it turned so, and skating obviously, his skating did it. But I only, the last time I had a real session with Rodney was it when we were in the Deca warehouse. We had a. We, oh we, really? That long? Yeah. It, that like long we haven't. Back. He's been hurt for. For a long. It's yeah, his hip, right? Or yeah. His knee? Even round three, he was like doing it probably well he was hurt and then after round three he was done until yeah i mean he you know done until he's probably about like six months i don't know a couple months ago he's starting to he, he got like a total hip replacement mm -hmm. so he's like doing wow he's like gonna i hope to god he gets Brings to skate out. the way that he wants to again because he's missed it for years but because yeah. i heard that he'd, he'd done something so bad to one yeah. side of his hip that he was trying to learn everything switch to it take was uh and he was trapping his hip under a car to like yeah it was uh i don't know if it was to i mean that's a good i should ask him i don't know if it was to relieve pressure on the other side or if it was his way of improving his uh skating to a place that it has never been before because that's mm. you know that's what he's always done yeah and he couldn't do it with the with the 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 trick level in it because his body was hurting so it was a you know a conscious decision to be you know what i'm going to eliminate a stance like i'm going to mm. work so much on how my body moves to where there is no goofy or regular anymore yeah. and, and if anyone can do it it's or if you're Small. born with it, like scapegoat or whatever, he just has it, and which is you know, probably infuriating to you know trying mm. to teach an old dog new tricks, you know, and then somebody gets born with just like I don't have a stance, I can do whatever. Yeah, um, he's insane that scapegoat. It's guy. well, that's that's something that is like one, like one out of every million people yeah. in skating like will have is completely ambidextrous. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a that's insane. Yeah, um, but so I don't know it's, if it's it probably would, not a word for that. Because ambidextrous is your hands, isn't it? So oh, like, there's no word for being able to, yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude should invent the word right now. Everything. It's like both stands. As close as we're gonna get to actually having an, an X man in the mm. in the real world. Yeah, stancy yeah. I mean, I mean, there's there. I mean, it's possible to learn it. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, but if you, you know, you were been, that's like Rodney was saying, we've skated a certain way for like 20, 30 years. And like when you skate switch, you skate a certain way and it looks switch because. Yeah. It's because of the shoulders, yeah, isn't it? But and to yeah. eliminate that, to make it look, when you've been doing it for 30 years, true, it's yeah. almost impossible. It's like, yeah. dude, you feel so strange. Yeah. Uh, so there is a way you could do it if you're determined. And I mean, mm. Rodney obviously was because I mean, when he st- when I heard him starting to do that, he he did the what do you do switch kickflip one footed nose manny in mm. the glo- I think it was a glow video was it and he mm. had like a it was all blo- uh, in like the warehouse it wasn't the opinion light. was it Glove's no no opinion. this was like a United by Fate video oh, like one okay. of those ones and he had like a real quick yeah like switch flip switch one footed nose manny in mm. there but uh, it was like one of the first. Uh, piece of footage i seen him when he was trying to eliminate it and mm. i mean it looked normal to me yeah so it's doable but i mean you got to be yeah. ready to do it it's mm. almost not worth it <laughs> yeah and then and then day one side getting to skate with day one every single day i bet it was mind-blowing well, because it's, i mean it, it's it one thing seeing the video clips yeah I mean, but actually seeing that play out it can't it yeah it can't you can't like learn it from a video that no, it's just no. the energy that he has and like how he like does his stuff and like what he does and all this stuff it, it it you know that impacted me as well so the combination of those two and then you know people around I mean a lot of other pros were just killing it at the time as yeah, well and yeah. I would just do it and I was just in the right place for where I needed to be to yeah. like show it and then uh you know, then round three came. Artifact came. I was still figuring the ropes out, mm. and that lasted like six months or whatever the hell that lasted, and then mm. almost started. And then we started filming for the video, and there was a whole collection. I had a whole collection of stuff that I, you know, was um, ready to show people for the second time because of DECA video was some other dude with a shaved head. Yeah. And now yeah. I've got some completely nice. very yeah, canadian yeah. guy that has a little bit of self like identity to him and then the intro animations like the sasquatch thing is yeah there, and like, so there was that. a little i had a little bit more of a marketing uh like thing that they could use see i wanted to i, I put this down as a question but we didn't want it to sound like offensive like do you think the hair and the beard completely changed people's perception well, yeah, yeah it like, gave me it well because at the time too it was like because not taking away from your skateboarding ability because oh, i don't care like, whatever it doesn't matter whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. like well of course because it, it, it at the time it set me apart from the random guy that was doing weird tech tricks or like and it at the time those like if you had like tight pants and whatever you're the rail and the gap guy yeah yeah. the foundation usually you're not doing weird one-footed nose manis and ledge tricks as a looking like a whatever you look like so i think the me dressing the way i did with the like with the hair and stuff and i I was doing a collection of tricks that were out of the ordinary for someone that looked like me to do them and then it gave them there's like you know from what I had before, there was something to hold there in terms mm, of marketability yeah. and stuff. So they went with the Sasquatch because I had a beard and stuff and whatever. I mean, I mean, you were the Sasquatch in yeah. skating shows. Like. Yeah. So I, it, I'm glad that came up because it was something I genuinely wanted to know. But, yeah. But I was like, oh, what if I ask him? And he's like, what are you saying? And I don't like, give a shit, dude. I, don't, I mean, I got to, I got here because of all that shit. You know, yeah. I mean, every, yeah. every step, Amazing. everything that's happened, every step that I've taken or 
opportunity that's come to me has led me to be where I am. Legends of the Brain Drain show. Right, brain, yeah, brain, yeah, there we go. There and we then, go. Uh, so, I mean, and I can't change what happened. So, no. fuck yeah, it, no. man. It's like, I'm going to... I'll take the Sasquatch shit. I mean, I mean, did it go on for way long time? Like, yeah, it did. But who cares, man? Yeah. If that if that affected someone to where they remember who I was in my skating, then fuck it. Like, did that ever become a nickname? Like you're skating a spot, and a kid was like, "The Sasquatch." I mean, it's happened a few times, but it, it never, it never. Uh, never you never seen it in a mag like the Sasquatch. Well, I have Ford actually. Ford would have been the kid at the, you when you came to the demo. Yeah. Sasquatch. Yeah. I want, I want a dad speak to him. Yeah. Well, no, no, like I've Pretty seen tough. like like mags, right? Like you know, hairy, like hairy shit, like whatever, like <laughs> hairy, like uh, hairy Sasquatch shit. or what, whatever, like stuff about hairy guys and stuff. It, it don't matter, man. Yeah. I like, no, I don't mind it. It's uh. I mean, it was. I was. A, I was like a hairy ass dude, and was surrounded by a bunch of kids. I couldn't grow any facial hair, so it made me Fuck, stand out. I still out. can't. I'm 45, and I still can't grow a beard. <laughs> me neither, man. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Where, yeah. How did the beard come about? Like Ford mentioned, he'd heard a story. Maybe I, it was a bet that you it lost. was a bet. Was yeah. it, I heard this like when I was a teenager because I was looking it up. Like actually, the hair. Did, the hair was the bet. Cause right. I, th I must have been googling on like old slap forum, like connecting to my landline. Like, who is the hairy <laughs> man yeah, yeah, on yeah. almost? Yeah. It must have Who's the hairy skateboarder? It must have just been some guy saying, "Dude, I heard it was a bet. He lost a bet not to cut his hair for a year." Is that no? It uh, it was my yeah. It was my it wasn't my beard. My beard just came because it was like I'm lazy, whatever. But my hair, I, I bet my, because I shaved my head for years, man. Because there like, is one clip in round three where you have got like shorter hair, completely like short hair, no facial. I think the DECA video one. and then the digit. Have you ever watched the digital, digital video? Yeah. That video has like four different versions of me in there. <laughs> that was like right in the middle of like uh, DECA artifact and the start of almost. Yeah. I had a, yeah. all of them. Uh, and uh, it was a hair bet that i bet my buddy steve in in uh vancouver just to because i grow my hair he didn't believe me i could grow it and then i was like well guess Fuck what you, I'm growing <laughs> it. guess what i grew it what, what was was there anything to win there like i don't think it was i mean this is what that, I'm that's such a simple bet isn't it i, I think like a hundred bucks or something but i never like never cashed I, in on no it. i don't i don't i can't remember i a hundred dollars comes to mind but He'll probably tell me if he sees this, be like, you idiot, it was this. And I was like, oh, whatever. You idiot, it was $1,000 yeah, and yeah. you never cashed it. Yeah, I know. So I didn't need it if I never cashed it in any way, but because yeah. it gave me, it gave yeah. me a, something to the industry could at least like it or not cling on to. Wait, hold on a sec. Chill out. Don't tell me to chill out. All right, I'm sorry. We need to talk about this episode's uh, sponsor. Which is? Which is Slow Gold Clothing Co. Take it away, Toby. So Slow Gold was started in 2018 by complete and utter legends, Stu Cantelow mm. and Laurie Sherman. The best thing about Slow Gold Clothing Co, in my opinion, is that it's actually designed by skateboarders, yep, yep. for skateboarders. The yep. quality is incredible. This is Millerain wax canvas, which means it's a little bit water resistant when you're out on your motorbike or skating home from the session and there's a little bit of bad weather. Slow Gold also hook up a bunch of rippers. They we've do. Got, we've got Alex Halford, Jordan Thackeray, Sam Beckett, and everyone's favourite... Slow Gold have very kindly given us a discount code for 20% off your order. 20%? 20. That, that's, that's a lot. Twice as many as 10. Yeah. If you enter Brain Drain 20 at checkout at slowgold.co.uk, you'll get 20% off your order and you get free shipping and you'll get stickers because they're skateboarders and everyone loves stickers, so they know you're going to love that it. That is true. Yeah. 
Love it. Yeah, these guys are rad. Thanks for the hookup and sponsoring the episode. Thank you very much. Should we go back to the episode now, Fordo? Yeah, let's go back to the episode in three, two, one. Your mum. Talk to us about... Well, I just wanted, just, just randomly came into my head. What's your opinion on how things have gone with Dwindle? Like, it, it, it seemed like for someone who was with Dwindle for so long... Yeah. Seeing it. That's why I've got the Sam Beckett board up. Seeing you know, it go to shit. He's our boy. It's, you know, like there was all these rumors the riders weren't getting paid for a long time. And yeah, well, that's that. a, but, I mean, I left in, so I left in 2016, but I left because cause it, at the time uh, I was, they were almost was doing a lot of collaboration stuff with like Hanna-Barbera and like uh, Marvel. I think it was, was Mar- Ren DC. And, Ren and Stimpy ones. Ren and St- all that shit. Yeah. I remember the DC ones. The Ren yeah. and Stimpy was after me. But mine yeah. was uh, like Wonder Woman. And oh, like yeah. My, yeah. I think I my last one, my last... Willow had a board in that series. Yeah, Flash. Too. He had Flash yeah. and like everyone had one. But my last kind of time there was at the Hanna-Barbera, like Wacky Racer kind of realm. Hmm. And, it, you know, it were going on for like five years already. But we as a brand almost was like at the time before that was like we had we were basically the only ones doing uh technology in our boards at the time like the impact stuff stuff, so we had that was like our major kind of this is why we're here because we have these boards rodney and the uber boards the yeah. Fe- yeah i was gonna say feather like no that's the uber yeah yeah the uber boards and then uh um we had the impact boards like that the double it. impact all yeah. that stuff so that was like our thing and then we had you know our skating like me day, rodney mullen and we had day one song so we had like a we had something at, in a in a brand there that we yeah. could like stand alone with mm. and we had cheese and crackers happen and we had round three happen fucking great video thank you yeah we had uh we had so we had all that thing we had all these things to make us um be able to stand alone yeah uh and then we started i mean skaters got better mm. everything that they we could do in terms of skill set uh, these guys could everyone else could do and everyone and then as soon dwindle started putting tech boards in you know all these other brands like dark star yeah. enjoy mm. uh blind all these so say they getting their feather lights and they're getting mm. their uh whatever the um blind one was after Light or like reap, whatever that, whatever theirs I were. I can remember the Uber boards because it seemed like it was a those ones are a Mullen. Those ones are, and those hap, those I think might still happen actually, but those are that was different. I never used one, yeah. Um, I've never, I've, yeah, I've I never, never I never used it, but those were like his own thing, like nobody got to just have those because I mean, they made like four a day or something because of all the stuff they put in, but uh. Yeah, so I was going in, and then you know, pay started cutting, and this was before they sold or whatever. Mm. Pay started cutting, and then uh, which was around the time everyone was getting kind of like pay cuts at the time. So, and then I was like, well, why don't we? I'm trying to come in and help. Like, I feel like if we don't have these uh, collaborations, we have nothing as a brand anymore because we don't have the tech boards. We don't. Why would someone buy our brand? Almost when. Like they could just buy the All same the board, brands like yeah, they have yeah. in their whatever. So I was like, "Why well, we have to use it as like a? It's giving a shelter now, so we can fix what we have, make a brand mm-hmm. identity out of almost now because it's so whatever." Uh, and then, so when these things go away and the numbers start going down, if the phase goes away that we're doing collabs, 
we'll have like a brand so we could stand alone and actually yeah. have something. And, you know, they just didn't, they weren't about it, I guess. I mean, I tried for like five years to, and I, again, I didn't have any answers for it. I mm. was like literally trying to just come in and be like, let's see what we can do. Yeah, but you had quite a prominent voice. I mean, I so thought so. I thought, I th well, I wanted to because it's like, you know, we started as a fucking thing and we wanted, it's been like, what, 18 years? Or yeah, incredible Whatever, company. 16 years of, yeah. of, of my life and Daywan's life and Rodney's <laughs> life and all. Like, we want to keep that thing around forever. We want that yeah. to be the last sponsor that we have. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, they, I didn't have any answers. I didn't have any, like, plan of attack on how to do it. So, you know, I... I don't want to sound like it was their fault or anything because mm. I would have, if I, I could have brought the initiative and been, this is what we could have done, but mm. I didn't do that. And then I was just like, yeah, it's not going to, they were like, it's not going to happen. And I was like, all right, well, fuck it. And so I left. And then uh, I was ex around the almost exact same time when Globe, well, like I was, the money for Globe started pounding. I didn't, I didn't re-sign with Globe and then that mm -hmm. was off then too, so when you were signing with globe was it like three or five year contracts or uh it was i think it was like five yeah, yeah. sometimes shorter and then they were just like we're not well it, they they offered me again but with a lower really money. lower yeah. uh paycheck you know and i think they were going through a change as well you know mm. so it was whatever and uh you know there was some like again i just felt like i was just trapped in a room a little bit but I'm super good homies with the Globe guys still. They're awesome, yeah. you know? I mean, and if it wasn't for them, I would not be living mm. the lifestyle I am right now. That's mm. for damn sure, you know? So, if it weren't for them, you won't be on the brain drain show. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, it, you know, it, they they allowed me, <laughs> those 10 years with Globe allowed me to do yeah. a lot of things, and so I appreciate that a yeah, lot from them. Like, and Rodney, you know, was probably had a huge hand in letting me be on Globe for 10 years, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because... Uh, yeah i don't know sometimes i might be hard to deal with in terms of like i mean i'm with my skating and stuff like when when i feel like it's being abused not abused but like i'll be left alone to do my own stuff because mm. they i'm thinking is another rodney influence because they trust me that i'll get what i need to do done mm. and not have to like the way that i want it to be shown so that was always a uh, i was always thankful for that too because I stress out a lot when I film because I don't quality over quantity, that type of thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, 100%. that's why Instagram's such a struggle for me too. But, um, no, but it, it was, it was all, you know, it's, it's business stuff, man. It's whatever. It if you, happens. if you can't separate yeah. your skating, your fun skating with the business of the industry, then you're mm. messed already. So I never had like, you know, I was, I, never had any sort of animosity towards anything I yeah, mean, that's no just point. the way they chose to do it that's it's just fine. a chapter of your life and you yeah i mean yeah. i did the every these guys allowed me to do everything that ever you know video, yeah. video games that freedom of video games they they sent me around the world for years and yeah like you know they allowed me to live this lifestyle you know so mm -hmm. it's like i can't be choked on can't them. be bitter about it yeah either. i mean if I find a lot of guys will get bitter because they can't separate the two. Because you could yeah. be with a company for 20 years and you think you're homies with everyone, even though you are. 
But when the business yeah, side goes, yeah, and, and you you're have not, to make life yeah, decisions, exactly, yeah, then you're like, well, you guys are assholes. I did this, and this, and this, and this for you, and they're like, well, well, the, if the money's not, yeah, there, exactly, and that's. But, but you picked up a new sponsor today. From oh, there me, we so go. I'll, yeah. be, I'll be, I'll be sending you some. I'll be sending you some stuff. I've yeah. always been curious, and you don't have to answer this question. With when you're pro for a company like Almost, how many boards get sold a month? And do oh, you, are you are you in? like savvy to that do they tell you how your board's selling or like how does it how does it work i never uh i never ask them but usually when your salary is uh when your salary's at a certain level your board sale royalties will have to meet that level and anything so. after that is yeah. what you get so if, all right okay and i and if you're so if your salary is high like whatever some five grand a month you need, and you know, your royalties are probably like $2 a board, $2 a board. So if you sell more than $5,000 worth of royalties on the boards, anything <laughs> after that, you're going to get that. But so you got to sell a lot of boards to, yeah, yeah. dude. Like, well, I, we I work in scale, we know what the yeah, profit yeah. margin is. I do are. not, <laughs> I do, I don't think I ever once saw any sort of royalty, even I don't even think I saw it for shoes. Like I don't think not even be a pro shoe. Like. No, I mean I they were uh, I mean, you know they would have to sell like so many shoes. It's like four. I think it was like four dollars a pair of shoes. Just pretty standard for mm -hmm. that. But I wouldn't. I didn't see any. I mean I I did not rely on the unless you're like Janowski. Yeah, fucking how. He's what do you want? Like, royalties or like the whole of uh, both? Selling boards on like a bam level. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. like fifteen boards in the CCS catalog what, or something. What yeah. did, what did Musker sound like an epically later? He was like at one point it was like fifty thousand boards. Oh, he's a month. Like a month, it was something. Yeah. It was something ridiculous. Well, he's, he's, he's Musker. Yeah, he's yeah. the Musker like, man. Imagine that. Like, and that's such a an, like one in one in a million kind of well, it's, scenario, it's the, isn't it? It's the Dave Mayhews. It's the Chet Ford. Yeah. And it's the Muskers. It's the Pennies. It's the you know. There's a couple of guys now that kind of have that like elusive thing going on like the mm. way disarmos the you know oh, like those like the tiagos the p-rods wade is good isn't it oh, he's a canadian he's still point. he's still bringing out incredible quality content like in, for primitive you know shit like that it's insane did you um before we jump back on did you see halford's biscuits and tea with jordan factor yeah there, so i no, did he uh incre good, that incredible he messaged me about doing that like can would it be okay i was like dude i don't give a fuck man like yeah, because well, it is kind of inspired by that, I guess. Well, isn't it? that's the that's the thing about it is like, I was like, dude, it. Regardless, I mean, we didn't do teas and crackers so that it would do what it did. I mean, I mean, that's amazing that what did what it did. I mean, mm -hmm. but now when people like make a mini ramp video, regardless of who <clears> does it, where it is, what, you know, it it's always gonna have like that to be compared to, which is, I mean. It's kind of sick, but it kind of sucks too because then it like I don't want it to, you know, because it and Rob's and uh, no Alex's and uh, Jordan's could have been stood by itself, you know what I mean? Like yeah, the yeah. tricks they were doing were insane, you know. Uh, me and Sean are just about to embark on a little mini ramp edit where the the entirety of the background is going to be green screen, and then we're going to have crazy visuals projected behind him while he's skating a mini ramp on the green screen. So. Dude. When it comes out, kind of like slightly inspired by the, you know, the Lance Mountain yeah. firm part in the house yeah. where it's like a nightmare. Uh, did you ever watch 
uh, Runa uh, on the uh, Chichikov video? I think so. Yeah, it, he skates vert. He skates vert with like a psychedelic fucking. Yeah, like a but this is what this is gonna be. It's gonna be full. Everything in the background is gonna be on green. Screen. Dude, I did a I did a um, demo on a mini ramp in Japan once for some like festival, and they had they it was on a stage so like the <clears throat> there's like a rapper guy that came out but he came out with a wired mic and it went across the fucking board and then we were had the skates so i was skating alling over and trying to do tricks alling over the fucking wire but the they had uh light tracking on the right. transition of the yeah. ramp and moving lights so like the coping was like a hazard thing but it was it was moving. Ideal for skateboarding. Oh my focus God, it was insane. Like LED lights, like transfer. It was all on the ramp, lights. yeah. So there, everything was, there was moving graphics on the ramp. And oh the, my God. And the guy, weird. it was at night and the, <coughs> the it was, and they, there was a, it tracked you when you went to. So there's like a little line that showed where you went. Oh, and then there's a guy that was like rapping who walked out and there was a fuck, <laughs> the cord went across the middle. Uh, so we we're like trying to skate. We we're like trying to like, it was like aneurysm and dude, you know. You're like, at that, at that yeah, point, nice. did you did, were you like fuck being a pro skater? Uh, no, it was shit. it was hilarious because I was like, well, these are the tricks you're gonna get because That's like because it's a cable in our Yes, this dude's obviously not like been in a skate event before. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it was fun. I just got that video back from my well, when we when we finish with Sean's, we'll send you the link to it. Yeah, it'll only be like it's not gonna be that long. It'll just be. Like, I mean, you'll see Sean skating in a bit. He's oh, got his own style of skating. <laughs> that's but. rad, yeah. Um, jump on yeah, to sorry. This is, yeah, just going back to almost like, have you got any good Sheckler stories? Good Sheckler stories. I mean, when he was a little kid, he used to sleepwalk in the hotels. Yeah. And he'd like lock himself out of the hotel sometimes. Or, <laughs> well, they're knocking on the door whilst he's asleep. Yeah. Well, like, he'd like walk out and like, in his boxes out like on the isn't that when kids are overtired they tend to do that i think i think so but i mean he was like this was when he was in the hot, like heat of like you know w right when he was like little kid getting top placings and coming mm. to all this yeah. stuff like just killing it he was on fire yeah and he so i mean he must have been like <clears throat> sensory overload the whole time yeah. you know what i mean i mean he used to, we used to they used to go on trips and we all these other dudes would just go party and get wasted. And then me and I don't drink or anything, so I'd stay back. And Ryan would also stay back with me. So we would just. You ended up kind of parenting him. But... Yeah, until <laughs> until he left and became an ultra celeb. And then, you know. Was that change when that happened? Was that kind of pretty quick? For him? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, no, not really. Because you, know you knew he was going to be. You knew he yeah. was going that way. He was going to, you know, it was just a probably it was just a matter of what decisions he made you know he was gonna go even like what to what he is yeah because yeah. he was already like he's already going it was like pfft. yeah he had all the steam behind him he had like yeah. i mean he's probably sponsored by red bull for like 25 years yeah, or something they probably yeah, still think he's still yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah so i mean he was already going you knew he was going he was one of those you know like niger niger was like this mm. he's a 12 year old guy with he was already going yeah. You can tell, you know, they're there. There's something else with them, isn't there? Yeah, it's you can tell. That. So yeah, it's just a matter of like where they go. Yeah. I mean, because some dudes could literally lose their mind and not go anywhere. But uh, yeah, it's not it. the lifestyle for some, is it? Like no, that no, kind no. of being, had, uh, being thrown out in there. I mean, you know, 
going back to Penny, you know, that's the whole reason he kind of disappeared to France. Went to live at his mum's place in France. And well, there's a bunch of guys that, like, you know, as soon as they get a taste of the lifestyle, it's just like, oh my God, skating's not the same anymore. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I can't yeah. do it. Can't turn up to a skate park without signing everything for everyone. Well, it's just a matter of, like, even internal, like, in your brain, you're like, uh, the perception that you have of other people's perception of you yeah in terms of how you're <laughs> skating and you're supposed to be at this level but mm. you know you're you don't want to you don't feel like you want to be skating at that level right now but yeah. then they're gonna you know, it's all this weird yeah, stuff pure expectation know? from the crowd when watching you. i mean hard. it's a it comes with the territory if you choose do you think be, there's an element of like imposter syndrome oh yeah, yeah. completely yeah. well it's like well especially if you have like if you're a huge pro and you leave and you try to come back, mm. I can't imagine the level of like that sort of thing mm. because you're going to have people staring. That's why everyone <clears throat> skates like probably stupid early in the morning or like late at night so that no one's around. I don't know. So I, I think there is a, like a lot to do with imposter syndrome for sure. Yeah. Well, because I mean, they're all, we're all just kids, dude. We're, we're skating for decades. and Yeah. yeah. Like, Especially a lot of these kids get picked up when they're 12 and 13 and then they just mm. get shoved into the... Mm. So when they get into like their 30s or 20s or 30s, they're going to be like, oh, if I don't have skating, what the hell am I going to do? Like, so I have to have to be this person when, you know, inside mm. they might not be as confident or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's not for everyone, I guess, is it? No, but it's not. But that's... <laughs> Well, fair enough. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Everyone's different, aren't they? You gotta like, if you choose the lifestyle, though, you gotta, you know, that this is what comes with it, comes and with you know, and you can abuse it or you can, you know, cherish it or whatever. I mean, I know guys have done all of it, so mm. I mean, it's amazing being able to be in a position where you can influence somebody across the planet that you don't even know, you've never met, and they like yeah. name their kid after you or like something get tattoos of your face on their legs and you if you had people yeah yeah they've I sent best not take my t-shirt <laughs> yeah, yeah. i got full haslam on yeah, yeah, yeah. i got yeah. the bold haslam yeah. and the bearded haslam yeah. yeah version one and two yeah yeah so that, yeah it's crazy man it's like you know if it wasn't you know if they, if there was no value and kids didn't if kids are like the main like people are the main part of it if you if the, you didn't uh, appeal to these people, they wouldn't want to buy your shit, exactly. which means this, yeah. is, this is the thing, isn't it? Like, they wouldn't want you're pointless to them. That's why, when you know, some pro skaters are dicks, and it's like, why are you being a dick? Because yeah, kids, no. are the, they're the ones who buy your board, which, yeah, no. they're the ones which, supporting your lifestyle, which makes you have this lifestyle. Yeah. I, I don't get that, you know. Yeah. Well, they and they remember, they remember it forever, exactly. And now, more than yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and now more than ever, if there's any pros that are dicks, everyone knows about it within minutes because it goes all over Instagram. Anyway, let's move on to a big subject, and you're probably sick to death talking about it. But to start this bit, we've got a little bit of a uh, we've got a little surprise for Chris here. A little, he's definitely. What do you call this? A I'd call it a smorgasbord. How do you say it? Smorgasbord. I can't say that. Thanks, Sean. Here is the finest selection that I could find in Derby of cheese and crackers. Because the next part we're going to talk about is cheese and crackers. The video you were in. <laughs> Have we got that, that? That is a brilliant segue. Thanks, Sean. Do you want me to give you the rundown of the cheeses? <laughs> yeah, go yeah, run what through. What the hell it. is that? Yeah, one? right. From, talk us through. From right to left, the top right one is smoked cheddar. 
yeah. This one? Yeah, that smoked cheddar. The one underneath it is Wensleydale. That's like a creamy cheddar with some cranberries in it. Wensleydale. Yeah, you've not had that. No. Very traditional in England. We would recommend trying it. Yeah, it's got cranberries in it. Very festive. And then you've got some normal some normal cheddar Regular just cheddar. next to that. That's Below that, you've got Red Leicester. And I don't know how to pronounce the one that Toby brought. This but is uh, Port Salou. Nice and you've got Pour some Salou. French roulette after that, which is like a garlicky kind of soft cheese. Is that going to blow spread. your head off? This one's uh, the no, strong no, no, one? No, it's nice. Very good one? Nice. Yeah. This one looks like ice cream. This one looks like ice cream. I've yeah, just got to get... I've got, this is a photo that <laughs> I've got to get it. Let me know when you've read it. Look at that. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Yeah, that one. might be the thumbnail. So, <laughs> what a start to get, 2024. Get I'll have some of that as well. I yeah, want to try that. Don't smoke. try the Wednesday day. You might the smoke cheddar sounds over. great. Let, let Chris go first. Yeah, you, you, you go Wednesday, first. Wednesday. 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 Dale. Dale. Wednesday. Dale. Yeah, give it a go. That could also be the name of like a reservoir in a little village in England somewhere. Kirby, let's, let's go Kirby Lonsdale. Let's go to Wensleydale. It's in North Yorkshire. Yeah, oh, I was there you go. Say it's a Yorkshire town. We got no right? butter for the butter. Uh, I mean, no. you could pour a bit of the soft cheese on there just as a bit of a moist maker. Moist maker. Take your time. Look at this. You're not getting this on any other podcast. I'm just saying that. So, so. When you went on the nine club. Did they, uh, Give me cheese and crackers? No. <laughs> <laughs> they blew it. They blew it. Chris Roberts. No, Absolutely blew it. <laughs> Let me get in here. All right. Whoa, that one's crazy, though. Well, it's here whenever you want it. It's got cranberries in, did you say? Crazy. I think it's cranberries, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, when we did, um, when we were thinking about titles for this thing, day one had um, peanut butter and, and jam. Yeah, that was going to be the first one, and right. me and Retta, Retta, me myself, and um, Daywan, and I think Sock, we did a whole um, intro with peanut butter and and jam sandwiches. We started because we did uh, we had Retta sitting on the thing with milk, and I think I was going to do I can't remember what trick it was, but we hit the coping and the milk spilled, and it and that's where cheese and crack or peanut butter and jam because there was a plate with a sandwich yeah. on it that's where it would have said the title of the video but there so was somewhere there's the outtakes of what it was yeah. going to be called and then there was uh but there was a snowboarding contest i think i don't know who did it peanut butter and rail jam i think it was volcom or somebody might have but that was right at the same time and we didn't want to like yeah people get confused with what was going on it so, was volcom yeah yeah so we we um was it called peanut butter and rail jam? Yeah. Yeah. 2015. Yeah. Whoa, 2015. Well, that's, it, that's the first result that came up. It's probably a they seasonal thing. Yeah. They've probably done it. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going back here. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, so we did that, and then we changed it. We were trying to think of names. I think one of the names was like, uh, I think Dave was joking with it, but it was like five feet, one sock, because it was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was joking, because it was, a five foot ramp. Yeah. There was once a sock because Socrates, they always filming it. And uh, I think it was, I don't know why, five feet. But it was, I thought it was like four feet with one. But it didn't make sense. Anyway. Uh, and then uh, I think we, I think he liked the, I think it was day one that came up with cheese because I sure as shit didn't do it. <laughs> I was, at that point, I was still just stoked to be there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't until after the video where I was like, 
fortunate to be able to come into my own as a person where people would see me and know who I was instead of, you know, being the bearded guy that's with day one all the time kind of mm. guy. You know what I mean? Even though I always get to this day where where's day one, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> He's like Cher. Or where is he? Where Prince is he now? <laughs> or like Madonna or something, you know what mm. I mean? Day one. But yeah, we chose cheese and crackers and then we had to refilm the whole intro and yeah the that was a lot of socrates a lot of day one's influence a lot of mine like the something music oh, there was all our they left it pretty much up to us to do all of it i've got a bunch of questions about the video um i mean you, you can it still stands up it's still like really good to watch and very interesting there's a couple of tricks in there we were talking about it earlier try laying a little bit of that soft cheese on there as well to to stick the remainder of the cheese oh it's gorgeous it's like a glue mm. um it, one of the tricks i don't know the name of it i'm curious to know what you what you called it you do the switch 180 over to regular feeble grind yeah so what 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 is that that called because we were it's not a sugar cane. Four, isn't it? It's a sugar cane, Novocaine. There's a Novocaine, and then there's technically a fourth one that. The cocaine. The cocaine, yeah. That would be it, wouldn't it? Like. Well, you could do that because I was trying to do as well as trying to do backside 180 to switch front feeble as well. So it's it's the same it's the same concept to it, but backside and I don't know. I we were just calling it like 270 feeble fakies or whatever. It, it was we didn't have like a there wasn't any like novocaine hurricane sugarcane mm. thing going on i mean but you you'd have a point i mean it would be the next it would be the fourth one yeah. wouldn't it, of the of the set yeah i don't know what it would actually be what you could call it or i mean the novocaine itself is like kind of an elusive one mm, yeah because <laughs> it's over and back isn't it yeah fuck i don't even know what a novocaine is i don't Kevin Kowalski is like, because I, I would skate Kevin. Because every time I drive to LA from Vancouver, I stop in Lincoln City area and, and go down near Kevin Kowalski's house. And he has a mini ramp in his house. And he always, he's been always trying to talk about this trick. He calls it the, I think he calls it the tsunami. And it's a, it's a, um, like a, you can do a front or backside, but it's Alley Fakey Smith, backsmith, backside, like Alley Fakey backsmith, but then front side all the way around to forward. Hang on, alley oop into it. Yeah, so you go front right. side alley oop to fakey Smith, and then you can half cab all the way around back over, or you can do alley oop fakey backside alley oop fakey Smith, and then front side kind of hurricane thing all the way over. Within cheese and crackers, the thing that I mean, I want to call them tricks with the tires and stuff like that. Mm. Did that stuff take forever to film? Because obviously, no, as I mean, soon as you throw in. Something other than you and your skateboard. You're putting another variable in there. Putting another layer. Yeah. Like, like which one are you thinking? Like the, the because oh, any of the ones that are the one that tires between the legs. Oh, like and I drop in. That was all like because I remember I was building that and day one wasn't in there yet, and uh, I remember like trying to fucking make it work by myself. I'm like fuck, how the fuck am I gonna get? This? What is gonna happen? I like I don't know where the hell this tire is going. And uh, so I was just messing around with it, and like he would come in, and I would say like, "This is what I want to do," <laughs> like do the horn thing, and I was like, "Where's the tire going?" Like, "Fuck, I don't know." I'll, I'll like clip it in my legs and come in. Maybe that'll whatever. So it, it wasn't like the hardest thing to do because the hardest one I think we I tried was um, where it rolled off and it hit the tail and it flung the board up. 
Because I wanted to do that without touching the board. I wanted it to fling up in the air. I was trying to jump into it, into the ramp. But I couldn't. The only time it flipped was the first two times I tried it. And that was the second time I, I was like, oh, fuck, it went up. That was the second time. So I thought it would work. And then every single time after that, it did not hit the tail the same. And I was like, oh. I so I made the 70 variables then to yeah so I we left the one where I just grabbed it and yeah but I would be so sick if it didn't if I didn't touch it it would be amazing flinging into the ramp the so trick's insane where you set up a upwards mani pad and I think day one goes round a tire hits a can and it lands into you oh that was yeah because it was fake that it was swinging one and then the, you turn to the camera and go yeah no <laughs> I think that was probably a beer because they there's some you know there was boys in there drinking some yeah. beers like while they were skating and there was just leftovers yeah where where was that ramp it was in Long Beach yeah yeah and it was, was it there just for that it the ramp was yeah but the ramp and the beginning of um, uh, United by Fate my part in United by Fate the Glow video had me doing a Lance Mountain thing like I was going through this these little ramps. You know, and it was the same warehouse. So that was when, that was after they, uh, Cheese and Crackers ramp was taken out. They rented the spot again and they built like a, like with that Lance Mountain in the house thing in there. And that was the, in, yeah, that was the intro to my globe part for United by Fate. And then after that, they renovated the whole building and made it into like, I don't know what it is now, apartments or something. Mm. I can remember seeing at my local skate park indoor, seeing the case for it, like first cardboard case I've seen. Yeah, it was, like wasn't it? Yeah. And then the cheese and everything. And I was yeah. like, what the fucking hell is this? <laughs> and then I think I borrowed it. And then I looked on some forums again and there was like secret sections where it was yeah. just like only your footage, only mm. day one's footage. And then all the home is. The Easter eggs on days. I can, days. Remember, I can remember watching it. Blunt fakies. Like yeah, over and over again. Blunt fakies. I can remember watching that and going back to the indoor and just being like, we need to do something. <laughs> we need to get a shitload of tires. But none of, well, you're in luck actually because there's a scrapyard there. So if you want me to get you a tire, just give me around. the, give me What the, I'd like to see is Chris Hasn doing a trick on the mini ramp, with, but using a tractor tire just to get it, keep it more kind of like British. <laughs> that, a massive yeah. fucking. Just big old rubber. Yeah. Big, like deep tread tractor tire. Um, Did we touch base so much on almost? I feel like there's a lot of history there that we could at least keep going, going man. Go back, kind of, edit it. That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we, we kind of... Don't, don't point know. at him. It's me that gets... You the, edit it. Oh, yeah, He's a lucky could, guy. Yeah. Well, go, let's just jump back and forth. It's yeah. Kind of a nightmare well, time trying to find it. <laughs> I want to talk about round three because that yeah, video, go on, let's that talk video about as a whole is insane. Yeah. One of my friends called Dom in Leicester. It's for you, Dom. Dom in Leicester. He said... Ask Chris who won round three. Round three. That's a hard question. Who, well, whoever wins in a Rodney verse day one. Well, to me, round three, I won because it was the first time that I ever. That was that was my intro to the world. And what it, an intro! And it was like it well. it changed that shit changed my life, man. So that to me, who gives a shit about them? I won that shit. For me. <laughs> he also wants to know about the bumps bar in Barca where you do like the one foot, but it almost like it like took yeah. knees. Ron Allen, like he's a massive Ron fan of that one. Yeah, so I went there not to do that. I if didn't. There's any didn't... info behind that trick, my friend Dom will. Well, Ron Allen. Yeah, yeah. So he needs. So that's. 
I seen him do those one foots, and I was like, they were that extreme, looks like a better one foot than yeah. the rest of the shit that's going yeah. on there. I'm going to learn that. And then, you know, I, it, from the way that it flips back, I was like, if I can, if I just kind of lift my leg up, it comes up as well. So when I went to, uh, I went to Barcelona to skate that thing. We were on a bar, we we're on a almost trip. That was the last international trip I took with Daywan, by the way, 2003. Huh. Uh, he's in the he's in the background of the kickflip one from Nose Manual at Parallel too. You can see him sitting there. That's the last time I was on an international trip with him. But uh, I went there to do. What did, what did I go there to do? I think I went there to do something weird, like a. I did it later, double kickflip foot plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that's what I went there to do, and I, it didn't. I was like, it's not working. Because that thing doesn't have a solid edge to pop no, off your shell. Yeah, isn't it? so I, I, I don't, I, it might not have been that one, but it, I went there to do something else, and then I was like, fuck, I, I was on the plane thinking about this, and I can't do it. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. And then I, was like screw it i'm just gonna do this and uh, you know it wasn't that many tries because I, I have that trick pretty good and then uh when i seen i can't even remember who filmed it I, I seen the the footage of it and i was like oh my god that's it's just such a standout trick way mm. better than what i could i mean but a lot of my tricks are like that like, like that and the bumpster bar you do where you also the, you like tuck your tuck, legs yeah up. yeah well that that those tricks because there out. was a guy uh had to cover a sidewalk called harry pooponen from Finland. Finland, Harry Pupinen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. And and he had a, a. I remember seeing, uh, cover a sidewalk, a white background, and there's like a little, there's like a little bump. No, I think it might have been Kingpin. Okay, King, it was yeah, Kingpin. Kingpin. Sorry, Kingpin, yeah, yeah, Kingpin. It was yeah, white and proper tweak. Yeah, ollie, little yeah. bump, yeah. but he did an ollie, and his ass was lower. Yeah, kind of Danny Wainwrighty esque, mm-hmm. like lower ass. Yeah, and then uh, Wainwright's gonna come on the show soon. Mm. Tell him I said hi. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Kenny Reed was doing a lot of the tweaked yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. I just liked the way that it looked, but in my head, I was trying to get Harry's um, the side of King, what is it? Kingpin? Kingpin, Kingpin yeah. yeah. It's like was, European. Yeah, it came in, uh, yeah, I remember. I, uh, I was trying to get a Harry vibe to it. And uh, so I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Can you find that photo? Because that's a rad picture. That's yeah, fully really white. Good. He is below the board. Isn't yeah, he? his ass is below. I've seen, I've seen a. A Wainwright photo of Danny's way before of Danny's ass being lower than the board. Also, layback ollieing over hand, over bars. Yeah, insane. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't I, know I, how uh, South Bank. Yeah. Danny did it out over the how thing. The hell, I don't know how hand first, then ollie, or ollie because it looked like he's ollieing. I don't know if he hand first, then ollie. I don't know. Anyway, that is sick, Danny. That was sick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's I, I ended up doing that and. Uh, Ollie one foot and it was all Ron Allen inspired because he would do that stuff all the time mm. on flat and it would like dude that looks insane mm. and uh, it was as close as I could get to the A team Gershon uh, trick that you had to do to win money you know that one he did over the pyramid yeah look at that so sick at like a low his ass this is like how the hell do you get your ass that low you know when you had when you know when A Team had all these tricks you had to do to get money? Gershon's one where he like did the the weird clipper one or whatever. Yeah. He's like, that was this I wanted to do that. And then I ended up not I like I wanted to learn that trick. And that's how I started doing the Ron Ron Allen one foots because I'm like, oh man, I can do this. What's it, what's the trick then with doing that extreme one foot? Are you, are you 
Because that's tucked in. Are you just thigh. letting your front it's foot? It's a terrible kinda... ollie. You just like yeah. You, if you airball your ollie, like rocketing, isn't yeah. it? And then fucking hell, that is dicing with death flow, isn't it? Having it between your like where you. It's not that because it it doesn't it doesn't go. I mean, if you if you and your back foot came in like down, then yeah. you're toast. But you're not. Your your legs like this. So it's like Mike Vallela when he used to no complies over the garbage cans. Yeah. You're keeping it. You're, yeah, your your knee and your your knee and stuff is gonna flatten it out. But usually when I do it, my my foot comes when I try to bring it up higher. It comes up the board, so my foot, my back foot, flattens it out. It doesn't yeah. really touch my knee at all. Mm. Yeah, so it'll flatten it out, and then it just flops down. That's why I usually land like nose heavy all the time. But sick trick though. I love doing that. So I mean, it's like a, it's almost like a no handed like Madonna or something. Kind <laughs> yeah. of is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like people, I, I used to try, I used to do uh, no-handed Benihana's too, but yeah. they were, those are fucking scary because it's yeah. like a... How do you control that? Just relying on grip tape in your shoes to... Yeah, yeah, the shoes mostly, yeah. I've seen people do it now. I mean, I never filmed it because it's, I was like, it's not worth it. We're going to get totally screwed on this trick and won't we'll be able to skate, but... Um, the Benihana gets a bad rep, doesn't it? That's well, that's right. And it was the time where it was like terrible... You're like, dude, don't Benny on. I saw that. I've you done know, many in my time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Ronnie Krieger did the Benny on oh, figure flip, I different. was there then when he did that, and it, it didn't take him long. That's different. He was doing front front side 180 Benny on finger flips, like that's insane. <laughs> McCrank used to do. <laughs> McCrank used to switch Benny Hanas out of out of the this thing in this bowl in Whistler too, like yeah. neck high. Switch Benny Hanna. Ronnie, what what contest was that? Ron Whaley kickflip melon over the pyramid. What was that? Um, Munster. Yeah, no. It... Fuck. Ronnie did. Ronnie would do Benny Hanna finger flip, but he did. I think he did front side one eighty Benny Hanna finger flip. Did he not? The one that he did. This, the the one that I when I was there was that. I'm sure it was at Lausanne at the. Was it? Was it could have been? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. That's the one I saw. It's the one where Guns and Pat Duffy collide over the car. And, oh, and I don't, Penny, oh. Penny did the hippie jump through the car. I remember. I know the one in day one. Sure was, that, was day that. one was at that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was that one though. I don't know. Anyway, I'm still. questioning my own memory now. I, like, because you, you're welcome. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> all the times you see it on video, but then I saw some of it real life, and it's like, yeah. Well, mean? I never. That's a, I never saw real life. I remember the videos, and I remember it was. Um, oh, was it in Donut Duty? Fuck, I don't know. It was because Ron Whaley, Chris Sen was there, Ethan Fowler, uh, Rodil De Rajo Jr. was when he had long hair, was there. He was unreal, wasn't he? Yeah. And Carlos. Uh, DeAndrade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He has, I remember watching him do Nolly 360 heel flips on mini ramp at the mini ramp that I switched back for it. The one with that Slam City Jam barbecue was at. Yeah. There's a concrete mini ramp there and he was doing like. Nolly backside 360s, Nolly backside 360 heels. And I was just like, oh my God, they're like four feet out of the coping. How do you do that? Yeah, I'm real. Alpiard has that too. He did Nolly, Nolly big spin tail grab uh, to tail. And then reverse. Reverse. Yeah. yeah. But they're like yeah. this high, you know? Yeah, he had the, He did those, those on when Jeff had that ramp, didn't he, out in the, in the desert? Middle. Yeah. The, I remember an old video watching Jeff Rowley do uh, back heel over coping in a, like a, it was like a street 
shitty street punk contest that yeah. had like a ramps in a road or something and he'd like back heeled on his quarter pipe but it was like three feet out and i was like that looks so sick mm. and of course i never learned how to do it and gershon skating with gershon mosley like yeah i, I saw uh, gershon fuck i don't even know it was either in munster or switzerland outside the Go hotel it was cheese. when he was he was riding the power board that had the it was red with the the white cross on it oh and, yeah and yeah, he yeah. was it was in the street outside the hotel and it was like you know that kind of we like, we call, we call it um uh i guess you would call it pebble dash you know like the side really rough kind of almost like sharp gravelly kind of coating on the pavement mm-hmm. so isn't this, that all the, of england what's that that's all of england isn't it uh, no <laughs> No. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it gets worse. But th- this was in. I'm sure it was either. I think it was Germany. I can't remember. But we were walking along, and, and Gershon, Gershon's out there. It's good with that paste on top. And he's skating this curb, right? And the the paste. So you've got a regular curb. The pavement is really horrible. Kind of like the side. Pebble of a, dash like, like shit. A 70s house, yeah. but around. Rough, <laughs> rough right. as fuck, right? And it's it's unwaxed, and he's doing like nolly lip slides along this thing and he's sliding for fuck i mean this is decades ago so my, my brain's probably haggard from it but uh, you know rose tinted spectacles such a but i'm sure it was about 15 foot he was just all the way along and this this stuff shouldn't be slid on like it, it's it's like anti-slip stuff and he's doing that how did we get on that? what were we talking about before that I lost my mind when the cheese came mini out. Mini ramp. We were talking about mini ramp and him. Doing we're talking it. about the cheese and crackers. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah, honestly, as soon as his cheese came out, I switched off. Yeah. Gone, he's gone. He's, he's been out, quiet, hasn't he? He's just been eyeing up the cheese. Yeah. He's on nobody home. Uh, no, Gershon was crazy about that because a lot, yeah. like every spot he skated was no, not wax. So everything that you see on video was probably insanely impossible to do anything on, and he would just grind the shit out of it somehow. I always remember at Radlands when he'd slam, just sweat, <laughs> sweat, just like 10, 15 foot long yeah. as he slides out. He but, had some sick I mean, though, man. for consistency, Gershon was something else. Yeah. Especially on ramps and stuff, like all yeah. those kickflip grabs to fake here. Well, scenic drive. Mm. Scenic drive, man. Like all that stuff. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, he's always been a favorite of mine. His Transworld part was unreal as well. Wait, hold on a second. We need to talk about who's supporting this episode of the Brain Drain Show, the podcast that you're enjoying listening to right now. Who is it? It is D's Nuts Hardware. D's Nuts is available in over 50 skate shops and skate parks up and down the uh, country. They also support over 30 skateboarders, some of which have pro bolts, including... So we got uh, Ellie Ford, Joe Hinson. Eddie Belvedere. Eddie, oh, Eddie Belvedere. Jordan Thackeray. Oh, they're one-inch ones. You can have the one-inch Eddie Who's Belvedere. Who's those, the Eddie Belvedere? I'm going to go one for the Jordan Thackeray 7.8. Thank you very much, Dees Nuts. Thank you for being a show sponsor and supporting what we do. Those guys all have pro model bolts pro with bolt. their own specific colorway truck bolt. And sticker pack. So if you want in a high quality skateboarding hardware bolt for a low cost, make sure you check out D's Nuts. Make sure you grab a pack from Roller Snakes if your local skate shop doesn't have them and hit up D's Nuts on Instagram. Drop them a follow. Any parting words about these fine, fine bolts, Toby? Big ups D's Nuts for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting the show. Right, back to the podcast. Um, Do you want to talk some more about almost? Round three. What else you what got? Else, what we, we want to talk about Brainchild. I wanted to quick... Oh, we need to talk about EA Skate as well, don't we? I wanted to quickly just ask if um, 
when the five inch video was coming out, if you knew that that was maybe going to be the last project from almost like a no, of course not. That was, I mean, they was that the video that introduced Willow as well. Uh, what Lewis was in Cheese and Crackers. Lewis had an intro to Cheese and Crackers, right? Like mm. his is uh, he had a was it Curtis Mayfield song in the in the bonus? He had a part. He would that was his. Willow, I I just love that part, like with the German intro, and it's like the German are great people. Well. It's crazy about that vid that we had no, like because I had a part ready to go, and uh, I was and I don't think anyone else did, and then I was like I'm gonna put this part out like what do you and they're like oh wait wait we're gonna make a whole thing I'm like what the fuck no one's got it I'm gonna wait wait like two years dude I gotta put it out years. and I'll make a new one he's like no 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 so I I think Willow had a bunch of stuff. Day one was skating literal rocks and tree stumps. Well, day one had day one had footage for days, but he kept giving it to like Spitfire and like, so he would he was just going through the mo he was just getting it yeah. all the time. So he did that, and then uh, so we we basically had no idea about what the video was gonna look like. No one to edit it. No one to do it. And it was like, how? Do, what the hell are we gonna do? And then uh, I was filming at the bear, like, no parts edited yet, nothing, no songs chosen. We had the footage, but like, how are we going to do it? And at this point, I was not just glad to be there anymore because now I knew, I knew my, my routine of like, what's going on. Like, all right, this is, this is how I usually do my videos. This is what I want it to look like. Da, 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 da. Uh, and I was the only one doing it. Cause usually when you do a video like that at the time, you you know, you may release at the end of the week and then during the week there's like barrack stuff and there's like transville stuff yeah, yeah. just to take over the whatever. And at the end you're like, here's the part. Woo. Uh, at the time I was only the only one doing anything from any of those things. So I was like stressing out. Like, I mean, I don't know if it was bumming anyone else out, but it was like bumming me out. Like, fuck, why the fuck is anyone else doing anything? Like, why am I the only one doing, trying to do the, bangings or the the like the the trans world shit or whatever so i was at i was filming a banging at the old barracks and dude i was just skating so much i was i remember because i was trying to i was just i had just learned um like the backside 180 to switch frontside 50 or backside 180 nose grind but the mark sutu one yeah, yeah. so i was I was doing it on the rail at the barracks trying to do, cause the first time I ever seen anyone, well, I was like trying to like, I think I could do this and I, I've never seen anyone do it. And then, uh, I just skated for day. I could not get it. I skated for hours. And then I was like, man, I got to take a piss. And I started, when I took a piss, it was like Pepsi. And I was like, Ooh, that's not good. Mm. And then, really uh, dehydrated. dude, UK had, I mean, it was insane. And then I was like, I got to stop. I remember Matt Miller being in there. I don't know if he knew what happened after. He probably does now, but uh, I couldn't. I started feeling crazy. And then at the flash forward to the end of the week, I'd flown back to Canada because I couldn't sleep. Went to the ER. Both of my kidneys had failed. Yeah, yeah he mentioned. This. So, so I was. Do you kidney, mind going into that? Like, I don't. Well, I mean, whatever. It's it. Drink water. <laughs> That's Make it. Sure, open one of these liquid yeah. chefs. I think you've been yeah. trying to open one. I have it. Oh, and the and the start of Coop's uh, intro to the almost video was him opening a beer when he did the before the Franz Ferdinand song. Yeah, started. so that was just my tribute to Coop. 
Um, <laughs> Fraser just took his earphones off then. Is that yeah. too loud for you? No, no, no. I'm just yeah. listening for the aircon. <laughs> so um, I went into other, like, you're, you have to stay in the hospital. And I was like, yeah. fuck. I, why right now, dude? Like, fuck. And then I, I was in there for like eight days. Dialysis, everything. Gnarly. They had I couldn't edit my part, nothing, and they were like, and that was purely from the had not, not high just going in too hard, no, not yeah, not too hard, no, skating, yeah, too skating. hard, no, no water. That's it. Fuck. And they both went at the same. Done. Time. Yeah. And That's then I was like, fucking hell. I had twenty. I had like you know how long we've been skating. I've been skating for like twenty years, and I was all day, every day, and so my body was able to handle it all, like in terms of mm. not going into a coma because of my potassium and all this creatinine and stuff were going through the roof um so i i didn't think anything was like going on it, i felt crazy bloated and stuff but nothing and then they were like yeah if anybody else if you if you weren't conditioned or like basically skated for that long and conditioned your body that long the people that come in here with the same levels you would have been in a coma a week ago so i I was like, Ooh, that's not good. So I because well, you're so used to well, skating. My, your bodies, I was tanned from being in LA, so my I wasn't pale. Yeah, and and, uh, and my body was able to just from the endurance and just yeah. years of skating and like yeah. activity activity, it was able to handle the postponing me going into complete shutdown. Like, yeah, yeah, shutdown. Mm. That's uh, insane. But then I was in there like the last. I was in there for basically two weeks and a week and a half maybe and then they're telling me that like this is prime video so i had like seven i had like 15 17 songs for this part i was like dude here's my list i'm mangled so i can't go there but i'll i'll be okay with these and this is kind of generally how i want the layout of the part to be or whatever are you quite happily active being when the part's being edited oh i'm there knowing, well i have to be I there some people mm. are like don't like seeing it until no 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 premiere. i cannot i cannot i can't i have to this is where rodney's influence i have to this yeah. is me this sure, is my yeah. this is what people see of me so this is the only thing i basically have control of in terms of what i am as a skater is what people see of me and how yeah. they see it um and go back to my last part that I had. I mean, I was editing with my friend Joe. I know he was a complete nightmare to him about it, but sorry, Joe. Um, uh, yeah, so I got all these songs ready. I was like, okay, well, I can't be there. It's some dude's going to, I don't know who's going to edit it. Every single song got denied because they're from the 70s and they're like, yeah, yeah. every one of them had like the same label. So they were like, oh, okay. all of them got denied. I was like, oh my, now I don't even have a song. Like, this is insane. I'm gonna this have is a, for the five inches. Yeah, I'm going to have an anxiety song. attack. This sucks. And then uh, they were like, oh, don't worry. Colin Kennedy, DBS Colin Kennedy, is going to edit it. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. But that was no, a relief. You can trust him with it. Dude, yeah. I was, well, because I'd seen, you know, Skate More and all this mm -hmm. stuff and all this, all this stuff he did with Day One. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I don't have to such a relief and he had he we literally just was like here colin just here's the footage figure it out i guess yeah. and he made the whole fucking video and i was like that song in that part's really good well too. that was that was a song that tory was supposed to have that he had for tory for some video he made with tory and he was like he didn't use it but i have this and i'm like dude 
Like, where did you come from? Like, dude, thank yeah, God, yeah. man. And yeah. that almost round three song as well is so That was good. my choice because that, that was another question from one of the mates back home. They just said, can you ask him if he's ever lost his favorite game? Because that's uh, the lyrics of that, the song, Well, isn't it? I was like, playing Grand Theft Auto. No, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Grand Turismo. And that was on there. And that was the sound. Win it, win it. Yeah, I was playing it because uh, I was staying in Hollywood which, around the time when... Uh, we're editing we were editing the because mm -hmm. all the time where i was filming for uh round three i was i was staying with coop and my buddy Sue and um a couple other guys and they uh you know we'd play video games max Payne, all this stuff but we played grand turismo the whole Solid time game. and then uh that song was on it when i was thinking about a song i was like damn that kind of sounds crazy because i'm so used to hearing it yeah so they're playing the game and then we i was like yeah let's see and they were able to get it it which fucking was fits really well as well yeah i mean it, it wasn't like it wasn't because i was a heavy you know cardians fan or anything so like it just happened to be what it is and then just like i had song. so many people come to me and were just so hyped on the song choice I was yeah like, dude, like i didn't even know that song existed outside of the Grand until crushes yeah <laughs> So, and then, but it, it really, you know, you know, it really helped the part help. It helped the part yeah. stand out. Yeah, yeah, it was, you know yeah. what I mean? So, but so I do, I do in terms of who won round three round, I don't, you can't, you can't, you can't, can't answer even, it. Yeah. Can't answer I mean, to me again, I won because it, the, the way that my life went after that was, yeah. you know, insane. Like, so, um, insane what way what just the just, recognition like, and just, well not even recognition just like it allowed me to dude i'm pro skater man yeah. like yeah. with rodney and day one like yeah my following, name, following a dream with the great escape yeah my name is right under theirs now like it's like right there yeah they, yeah they especially at that time because their huge thing was the video and i was this new guy that had the first part that like did kind of weird moves that people were like what is this uh and I was I was directly associated with two of the best dudes on the planet for skateboarding. You know what I mean? How was the yeah. video premiere for that? Was you shitting yourself when like that? Part oh yeah, dude. Like, well, I, I always I hate like I didn't even show up for my five inch premiere. I didn't even go there. Yeah. Uh, and it was the Is only it like part. an anxiety thing. Like what? No, I, I don't. I mean, maybe I just don't. It was just like oh, I can't deal with it. It probably is anxiety stuff, but uh, I didn't even. It was the only part I had last part in. And five inch, and I didn't even go. Yeah. I went to a trampoline house and jumped nice. for like five <laughs> minutes before. Yeah, I've not been to a trampoline house for a Dude, long time. Yeah, I thought I was going to be there for like an hour or two hours. That's for like twenty minutes. So I was like, oh my god. Yeah. So the the five inch video that was one that you just you didn't sit you didn't sit in. I had, I had I had I well I was in the hospital, but I had. Uh, and you said you gave him like a rough idea. Well, because I always, like, when I get footage, I'll put it in a placing where where I I kind of on my like you know on final cut timeline yeah. i'll put it in a place oh, okay right yeah. with no song this is generally the placing i want things to be because yeah. there's like a uh you know of what i used to try to do is there's like a weird kind of like weird wowie kind of thing at the start i i i don't want to put filler in <laughs> yeah, i try no, my hardest never to put because what's the point of putting filler? you have like three years to film a part you shouldn't have any filler it yeah. should be like you know that's a good every, quote there. everything should be yeah. tell people that you got three you know years I mean? to film a part there'd be no filler well yeah because yeah, like true. you you want to like why would you kick flip a seven stair yeah in a part that took you like three years and you mm -hmm. you know and then the trick after a, your 
whatever, 10 stair kickflip is like, you know, <clears throat> back nose blunting a 10 stair. Yeah. When just whatever. I always, I never thought, like, that's why my tricks were so fucking all over the place. Because I only do them one time. If I get them on video, that's it. I mm -hmm. don't need to do them ever again. People don't know what trick I'm going to do next. So they're, that was another thing Rodney taught me is if they don't know what you're going to do, they're always going to come back and watch you yeah. uh, skating because yeah, they sense. don't expect you. They don't know what to expect from what you're going to do. And if yeah. your skill set is in the right spot and, you know, your footage is always of a, a constant quality, then they're going to regardless. They're going to come see what you're doing. Yeah, because. You know, it's like, what the hell is this dude going to do now? So I, I tried to never, <clears throat> like, pigeonhole myself anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then that goes in terms, and that was part of this longevity thing that I was going with at the time where Rodney was telling me, like, if you want to, why would you pigeonhole yourself in a specific type of skate? I mean, mastering a specific type of skating, and fully, it, that's a whole different thing that, you know, personal preference, you that's amazing if people do that. Uh, but I like not pigeonholing myself in a specific type of skating so that if later down the road, like I am right now, if all I want to do is skate mini ramp, it's not going to be weird looking and they would still, mm -hmm. people would still want to watch. Or if I want to yeah. do a manual, it wouldn't be weird because people would still be like, oh, he's yeah. I'm used to seeing him do a manual and stuff. In terms of like if I was my whole career was me doing nose blunts down like 18 stair and 19, 20 stair handrails. And then all of a sudden they see me trying to do a kickflip nose manual. Be like, whoa, this is yeah, not, no, the, this is not the guy. Like, cause I could watch day one do a kickflip nose manual and be like, oh, that feels good because I'm used to that. Mm -hmm. um, Just on that note with day one, cause I mean, his manual game is something else, but. It is. Does it take him long to do manual stuff? Like, he's because some of it good. is mind boggling. Well, that's another, it's a way of he films stuff. Like, he'll go and I mean, I don't know how he works now, but he used to go and try to have something in his mind. Yeah. And, uh, what, like Switch 360 flip, fakey, manny, fakey, whatever. Mm -hmm. Something crazy. And, uh, <clears throat> he'll go and he'll film, like, all right, he's going to go and do a switch flip. Whatever, switch flip, switch many, fake it. He'll film like 10 crazy tricks, just mm. getting his feet on, like mm -hmm. doing it. So he'll have like 10 clips, and then you'll go into his okay, now I'm ready to do it mode. So when he <laughs> does all of them, that. when yeah. he does all of them, he's got like you know, he's already got 10 tricks that he could like, oh, here's a fakey tray, fakey manny, flaky flip. I'll go here, yeah, yeah, like, like all these things, and then he's yeah. got this. You know, switch tray, fakey many, fakey tray that will go in round three. But I remember him saying that trick didn't take him very long at all, Fuck. which is insane. I was watching round three earlier, and when he's doing like, when he's doing like fakey, uh, fake flip, fakey money, then he's doing flips mid money uh -huh. at the same time, and then he's still flipping out of them. Mm -hmm. it so was, it's not like flipping, flip out. Yeah. It's like flip mid flip, flip out. Mm -hmm. It's like all right, mate, you're just taking the piss. Same on some though, isn't it? I always used to like it when he was doing, he did like the uh, inward heel flips to blunt slide on painted tables, mm -hmm. like down the stairs, the kick flip nose blunt slides. Mm -hmm. Like that to me is like, that stuff is gnarly. 
Did you hear it was on an interview of him where he said that he went to a demo once and a guy came up to him and was like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Day One Song, there's no picnic tables here. <laughs> and Day One apparently just went, oh, I guess I'll go home then. <laughs> but he obviously didn't. But imagine someone running up to you like, there's no picnic tables to fences here. What are we going to do? Someone like, I mean, pretty much all of Day One stuff, it's like the top shelf, the top tier. Well, I mean, he, Shit, he'll go and like he'll, everything that he does, he dives in like 100% yeah, and just yeah. completely obliterates it and then he moves away. Yeah. But, but everyone that is from that era will watch that and that what is that's the day one that resonates with them. Then they look at what else he's done. And he's like Channel Street. He's done like he's, he's like murdered so many spots like that, yeah, like yeah. so many different avenues of skating that it it's crazy that like the skill set he has to do all that stuff and he's just the intense focus like he'll get he'll like laser focused on like when he won uh he had to do like a skater of the year thing and he did it at he was at channel street like underneath the bridge spot mm. dude he would go there every single day for like five like i don't even know how many years, four or five years every day just live there. And then that was what he would do with the picnic tables. He would just go and yeah, like years, just go and just hammer out these until it's like, okay, dude, nobody can, nobody can shine it down. Yeah, anybody that touches the picnic table is going to think of you. Yeah. Anybody that touches channel street at the time will be like, Oh, day one did this yeah. year. Yeah. It's just the way that he operates. I mean, it, it works. Um, should we? What do you want to talk about? Fucking you know, hell, you got enough cheese on there, mate. I know, he's a greedy Just bastard. Look at isn't that. He? Do you, would you like this one, Mr. Haslam? <laughs> well, you got a smorgasbord on that cracker, man. <laughs> I'm going to do what you just did. Let's see, mix the flavors a little bit. Let's, um, while you guys just eat that, let me just go through here. and. Yeah, what else do you got? Oh, we've got loads, mate. This is the thing. But, like, I don't want to. I don't give a shit, dude. I want to talk about Prairie and Child Skateboards because it's very close to Brain Drain. Mm. So maybe there's a <coughs> collaboration there. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? What was what was it we said last yesterday? Drain child. Drain child. <laughs> Drain child. <laughs> now, can you imagine the uh, the the graphic on a on a drain child board would just be like some baby in a gutter or something? Be so Drain racist. child. That that could also you could be. You could have it. You know. In the oh yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. Be sick. To be fair. Drain child. <laughs> It almost sounds, sounds like a punk, I'm, I'm like gutter digest- punk thing. Or yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> rust punk band from yeah. Ohio. <laughs> I'm, I'm digesting that. We man. are Drainchild. <laughs> yeah, um, let's talk. Let's get into Brainchild Skateboards because after almost finished, was there any interest from other board sponsors? Or no, you just wanted to do <laughs> your no one at all. No. Well, no, I tried to do. I was also like, is it worth it? I mean, I remember, I remember meeting Louis Barletta to see about enjoy, but then, you know, I just didn't, I didn't feel like it was the right move. So maybe that left away. And then I, I was like, what's the point? Like I've already, I'm, I'm not like, you know, I'm like 40 something years old and I'm going to get paid like a $200 a month to deliver quality, to deliver the yeah, quality yeah. That, that I'm, I'm known for and that I want. And it's just not. It's not worth the, like, if I was going to do it, I might as well just do it myself. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, that was basically it. So I just was like, screw it. Same with shoes and stuff. I mean, like, I did, like, what else do I want from it? What else do I want from professional skateboarding? You you achieved it all, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, the game, there's, 
I mean, I was a part of EA Skate, which is ridiculous. We're going to talk about yeah. that in a minute. You know, I, I had a, I had one, if not two videos, a part of videos that like stood the test of time yeah, in, yeah, in, the in the skate world, history. which was like amazing. I mean, I got to, you know, I got to skate with some of the best dudes on the planet, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And, and now they're close friends of mine, some yeah. of them, you know, so, and what, like, what else do I need from it? I like it 20, what was it 23 years? It's crazy. 20, yeah. 21 years, 21 we years. We spoke about it quite a lot where there are some people that are just very humble with skating like Heath Kershaw. You know, he got to a point where he was just like, I'm going to do my own thing. Hmm. I don't need to fit into something else now. I think he took a lot of inspiration from Matt Hensley in that part. In that part. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think I seen something from an interview from him where he was like, he always looked at Matt Hensley, how he was just like, you know what? This is it, man. I'm, that's good. Hmm. Yeah. That's good enough. I've achieved what I wanted yeah, to. That's it. That's it. That's, yeah. you know, but as long as you can, it there. Like, you can still enjoy it when you're away from all of that anyway. Yeah. Well, that's the business employee. That's the balance. Yeah, if you don't fine. have it, then you're, What's it called? Forever. The uh, the court balance thing. It's got an actual name for it, hasn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, there is. Yeah, no, there's no <laughs> scale. No shit. Street language. The there's scale. Like, there's yeah. like a proper. There's a proper name for it. But yeah, brainchild. Let yeah, so, let's so dive into brainchild. Yeah, so brainchild. Where did? Uh, how? Why? When? Uh, well, I mean, it was well, it was the next thing that I hadn't done yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, I did, I did everything and then it's a, owning, starting a company was, you know, the next thing. I mean, it had, I had a lot more, um, it was, uh, the plans were a lot bigger than what it, it turned out to be, but, uh, things kind of went sideways, mm. uh, you know, pretty heavy for me and some other things. And then, so I, after like a year, so I, I, it was the first time in my life, like I couldn't um use skating as an escape from the things in my head that that I was dealing with in in my life you know mm. and it, it was I, I've never felt like that since I started skating until something that went tits up that was directly related to my skating that I even if I skated I couldn't stop thinking about it so then I I that's when I built my van out my I bought a ProMaster van I built mm. back because that's the only thing that took the like um helped me handle what was going on when I was getting kind of messed over at the start of because I was had some partners that were doing some weird stuff you know mm. um and then that was like about almost a year of just losing my mind just like oh my god like I thought skating was this thing that would always be able to mm -hmm. solve on. my problems yeah, and yeah, like yeah. help me help me cope with stuff. And it was the first time where I was like, "Oh my God, it's not maybe working. not." Yeah. And and uh, so when when I acquired everything back and it was just me that had now started, and I think it was October, August or October of 2018, mm -hmm. I think maybe. Um, that's when I was like, I halted all plans for what it was i was like this is never fucking happening to me again like mm -hmm. i'm never putting anything uh um i'm never doing anything to that extent that's going to affect my enjoyment of skating mm. and being able to have that solace in yeah. what i do in skating 
I'm never doing that again. So I'm need, I need to start from the bottom and I have to be like, what do I want this thing to be? And around when I was figuring it out is when I was in Barcelona and I was hanging out with Ramers and stuff. And dude, oh, that whole year was a goddamn Ramers. nightmare with that stuff. And then I was like, dude, I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to brainchild. I started, I started drawing like the board. I started drawing graphics and like trying to get the, all, you're an Yeah, I do. I do all the work for brands. Yeah. Like I do like the, all the stuff. I mean, yeah, my business sense is miserable. Like, I don't know anything. I don't, I don't give a shit about that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a creator. I like drawing and yeah. like an artist and skating. I like doing that stuff. Um, and then, uh, just in terms of what I just went through and then the Ramers thing and then all this stuff, I'm like, there's gotta be a bigger reason for, uh, why I want to do this because it's, it's, it's not just to be another skate brand. Like I don't give mm-hmm. a shit about just being another brand and yeah, but I, I can't, I don't do it. I can't do it myself. And, yeah. and, uh, uh, up until recently, there's been a couple of things where it, I might not, I might be able to, um, work with like spe- like skate doctors that are like trained professional doctors that skate and like can help with mental wellness and stuff that i kind of gravitated towards making my boards and like you know donating to the ramers foundation or the yeah. uh, project semicolon or mm-hmm. the trevor project all these things you know um not a lot i mean i make like a hundred boards at a time yeah uh i never i don't even sell to stores i don't do any not that i don't want to it's just that i can't afford to Mm -hmm. uh and then when i started making boards i started seeing the uh money get from online sale direct to customer sales and i was like two dollars a board is what i was getting this whole time i mean understand understand there's like all these different levels in a big distribution that need to be covered yeah they're all taking a little but bits. like skateboarders are the face of the company. Like we are what draws people into the company. We are what gets kids inspired with the art, you know, art yeah. and skating and the filming. This is what gets people inspired to buy from that company. And we're getting $2 a board when they're making like 60 bucks a board or 50 bucks a board or something. Mm. I was like, what the hell? The first time I even thought about it was when I started doing this, and I'm yeah. like, "Well, shit. Well, yeah. If I can just get like five people to like my brand, the shape of board that I use, my draw, one of the things every month, I could sustain it at a level where I don't need to worry about it, and I could donate here and there, and just wait until I come on to someone that is um, of similar mind, but of a more kind of uh professional uh mm. mental um mm. helper i yeah. guess than myself because i started people started hitting me up about things that they were going through and stuff and i was like dude i don't know i can't help you with any mental wellness stuff yeah. like I, I like i'm not uh i'm not um educated in that realm at all i only know from myself so uh, it was as until like maybe last month that I met someone that could potentially help me uh, do what I wanted to do in terms of like making it a, a safe space, making it a place where people can come to, um, you know, 
find answers for maybe things that they're looking for not just not just in skating but Mm -hmm. being a skateboarder gives us uh, access to like the youth just because of our just because of skateboarding being Mm -hmm. so like um not corporate you know and they don't see it as corporate there's like that's what this doctor said too he has a skateboarding background so he, he these kids gravitate towards him and are, are it's easier to speak to him because they can just in terms of like you're you know how to kickflip like oh my god me too mm. yeah like, you brighten up <clears throat> like straight you skate away. no wait there's already a language there that you don't have to talk about yeah. and there's already a connection that you already know yeah. all these other doctors don't have it they will never know what it feels like to have that and so if i if there's avenues like that that i can incorporate into my brand and stuff to make it a more than just a like making videos skate videos and shit like i mean that'll be a part of it like i can do you know i have you know my friends i got friends there rodney i did a guest board with rodney and then i'd be like where do you uh, we can donate money anywhere you want like what do you want to do with it like so it's just the it's just uh an entity that i want to make into something bigger that's going to help kids and it doesn't have to be skating but that's just the world that i'm in you know so yeah and and if I can get access to these dudes like doctors that'll help me do this and it like because I mean there's the I have the credibility and stuff in the skate world to do it but I don't have the the credibility to deal with mm. the actual issues that these people have yeah. yeah so I can reach this is the platform to reach it I need the I need the educated power to to like drive it yeah yeah so that is the overall goal to it and from then on i don't know what the hell can i, I can mean i could you know maybe i'll make a snowboarder i don't know if I, <laughs> I, I don't know i'm gonna go anything make bmx bikes but that's whatever. the thing because right? you, it's yours you can just be like, yeah it's Fuck me yeah, i'm gonna make yeah. a snowboard yeah and it's me it's like i can do whatever like i want to give some you know hacker guy like a board or like a programmer for ea skate whatever i could give them a board if i wanted to and it'll be like maybe it'll shine light onto some of the things that they go through to where it affects um like some of the that their people in their world will come in to maybe see the brand and get avenues of sorting stuff out in their life as well so that was the way i went with it after i got it all back and i've just been coasting because i don't have the other half yet but uh work in progress yeah work in progress and and it's just you know perfect name for that stuff mm. you know like yeah, it's a good it, name it uh really good name it you know with the brain and your you know useful skating being so useful and stuff that it it you know i think there's a lot to that i can do with it but i just need uh my i need to do business school or some shit because i'm terrible at it right, yeah. i hate doing social media i hate doing like calling people and like figuring stuff out yeah. finances tech i hate all of that stuff man i need someone to do that for me because but then I'm like, I don't want anyone to have their fingers in it. Cause last time that happened, I got dumped on, you know what mm. I mean? So it's a weird, like weird little thing, but there's opportunities that might be on the right. 2024 might be good. So maybe I'll Same come back suppose. in another year and we can have a whole different convo about Fuck what yeah. brain oh, you're welcome is. Here anytime. <laughs> if, you, if you need to stay over, I will sleep on the floor. You can take the bed. No, it's all good. Oh, there's a couch right there, man. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, the alarms might go off. Oh, well, he'll be living in his van in the parking lot. So. That's true. Yeah, let's move into a van. Right, you heard it here first. Me and Toby are taking this thing on the road. We're going back with Haslam. Steve-O, Steve-O is doing his podcast out of his van. Yeah, one of my friends 
he played up in Hull up north, and one of my friends hippie jumped him on stage. <laughs> Did, didn't he? He adopted a dog from Hull. He went. To, he went to a oh, dog amazing. show when he was there and adopted a dog, and uh-huh. then he's taken the dog. He's got a. He's got an English dog now. Yeah. Yeah. He goes saying, woof, mate. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna adopt. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's, gonna, he's gonna inhale the chili cheddar or whatever the hell that is. Oh, nice. You can have nightmares. <laughs> I might have more when I go home. You're going to need to wear a diaper cheese, when you go to bed, though. Cheese, <laughs> cheese and crackers on. He has to wear one anyway. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, what was that? I've got nothing. I've got the... But no, it sounds like what you're doing with the, mm. the brand is good and a positive thing. Well, I want, it, I want to be good. I mean, because I feel like skating's given me so much. I want to at least try to help somebody give it back, give back to skating. And, and I just need the... You know, I need... Uh, well, the um, kick up the ass to help me move this thing on. Um, the Raymond's Foundation were doing online courses, weren't they? To yeah, I, ha- I haven't done one. To, I want to, to do be, one. Um, mental health first aiders. Yeah, which is probably see that's awesome. That's so like I want to do stuff like that. That'd be amazing. But again, I don't have the um, I don't have the other half of it. I mean, if other half would come in and like I had uh, I was confident in. Um, you know the the credibility in that realm and we could do it together then it would be perfect yeah and and there might be avenues uh uh of that happening maybe next year or something so hopefully that'll um hopefully we can turn it into something crazy good so yeah other than that i just literally make it uh so i have an outlet to draw and i make pretty much my board size only (laughs) what size are you riding I write a eight and a half, but right. it's it's stamped eight and a half, <clears throat> but it's like a eight four seven nine. Okay, you can skate nerds will probably attention to detail. Probably Fucking hell! Good. I mean, we we go. I mean, prob- I geek out about it a lot more yeah. than you, I guess. But you're a you geek out about wheelbase. Mm. I don't really go oh, too far as long 14 as fourteen and a quarter. As long as I have. Um, the Vision Lee Ralph shape. Sean knows how much I love that shape. That like 1987 Vision Lee Ralph shape. Is that the one where they hit the, so specific. the, the guy got, crumpled it, in the I've got one downstairs. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to go yeah. on it. It's did such see, a fucking lovely shape. Did you see Kate's cut out the one you sold him? So he's, he's just the graphic. Is he just going to ride that as a board? No, just, it's just uh, a bit of artwork. Oh, I thought he was going to like do something on it. Well, he so might do, so, but that'd yeah. Be cool, I bought two. Lee Ralph boards on sale from £100 to £30 <coughs> each through like a Black Friday <coughs> internet deal. And one of them came as the original concave, so it was completely flat. And I sold it to one of our mates. And he went round the saw and cut out the guy that's crumpled up on it to put it on his wall. And he did it really fucking good. That's Kate, he does all that kind of stuff. You ever see a guy called um, Toy Box Monster? Toy, no. Yeah, you should check. He does toy box monster. Yeah, he he does art like that, and it's so sick. Mm. It layered, like he'll cut a graphic. He'll, I don't know if he cuts it out of a board or not, but he'll do like the Reaper, but it'll be layered, so it mm. looks like the Reaper. But it's all like, yeah, it's so sick. He did one for me, and then a, my storage unit got stolen. Everything I own, got... you don't have <laughs> much luck. Around stuff. a lot of people, it's a lot of thieves around you. <laughs> do you think there's one guy that's following you for your whole career, and he's just like? When am I going to strike After again? He, no, no, what it was is one guy saw the Axions in your car all them years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, this guy's got products. And he's followed you around forever. Yeah, no, the, the storage unit was this fella. a lot different. Yeah. 
That was that was one of them. But he did. He's done a couple. Like the Powell one. He's done all sorts of them. It's so good. It's yeah, a perfect. Some of like Spitfire logo. And, yeah, Spitfire. And yeah. Like uh, the oh, he's done the slasher. The Santa Cruz slasher guy. Yeah, yeah, wow. slasher guy too. Yeah, he'll do board graphics. Like he'll do old like crossbow boards and mm. like all these different board graphics, and he'll make it so it's like looks like it's layered so it like stacks up so when you're looking at it it's 3d yeah it's or... perfect though like i don't know how the hell he paints it or i don't know what he does with it it's like so good um let's talk video games being in a video game ea skate yeah because that's when you transcend from a skateboarder and a good one to a if you're in a game you you kind of that's like the next <laughs> level of yeah. professional well, skateboarding I mean, was... how did that come about it was because uh, they did a lot of the. Well, I was skating. Uh, skating in Vancouver in '97. I moved in Vancouver in '97. I started skating. I was doing the UBC thing, all that stuff, like the yeah. university thing. So I was from '97 until whenever that game started. What was that 2008? When was that? The first skate was 2007. Phrases on it. Maybe, maybe two. I think it was two. 2007. 2007. 14th so was, of September, 2007. That was cheese and crackers. So I was, uh, I'd been skating Vancouver, so I knew everybody in the skate scene in Vancouver at that time. <laughs> and EA was doing that out of Vancouver. Uh, and yeah. my buddy, Cuz and Darren, were guys that I knew from the scene there, and yeah. they were leading that whole thing. So they were choosing, you know, they Vancouver guys, me and Chalmers. And There's them. a character in the game called cuz that's the guy that's that, chris perry that's cuz that's one of the guys that, oh right yeah, that's a real he's dude. like the guy that ran the show with with darren oh nice oh, amazing yeah. yeah so he was in there uh doing it and uh so they're getting you charmers we yeah would, man was in one as well yeah yeah they had uh they had all the guys to come up like all the you know danny Whip, whoever was in it i can't yeah remember, like, duffy whoever. was in it wasn't he Duffy was in it. Duffy, Dill was in it. P. Rod, Navarrete. Yeah, yeah, all these dudes were coming up. But I was already there. Yeah. Me and Chalmers was like, Chalmers did all the, like he did all the hill bombing audio sounds and it's all the when you're going over. Oh, sick. So he would do all that stuff, and nice. then I would go there and do um, a lot of the the mocap flip trick stuff, like cavemaning. All the caveman stuff yeah, yeah. was me and someone else. Like hippie jumping, we would do all this hitting making grunt noises hitting people like all that stuff um and yeah it just came about because i i was you know accelerating through the round three and the cheese and crackers things mm -hmm. and you know i was a just the canadian pro at the time and and they were right around the corner right there. uh so and and i was pretty good at doing flat ground tricks so they would you know i i did a lot of the um mocap for the flat ground stuff so at the time for the first second and third and the skate it for the Wii, mm -hmm. we skate it i did it i did a bunch of stuff for that too oh. um but yeah it was amazing yeah. it's like what an experience yeah i know it's crazy there was uh i did a bunch there was like obviously we had pj we had chris cole like these i mean they're gonna mike carroll they're gonna do whatever all they like we just needed the um we everybody could do whatever they could do and then if we wanted to like how do we do a 360 inward heel? Like who has that? Haslam. Like I tried, I didn't, <laughs> I couldn't do Haslam. it. Um, who could do it? Mike Carroll, I think did Mike a Carroll. nollie one. Oh, okay. But all they needed was 
the motion they didn't you didn't have to land it you just needed the motion because then mm. they would attach the landing yeah, that yeah. they already had to the motion of the 360 how to move the, ball, like. the initial flip and the f rotation that's it oh, amazing but i think he did a nollie 360 hill uh since then i've learned them uh we're gonna go film once but i don't i mean not good but i have learned them i mean pj was doing all sorts chris cole is doing all sorts mm. you know i was doing my thing so there was a bunch of us doing it but was that all in the the green suit yeah i yeah. was wearing tiger i think they said i was wearing tiger woods one where he's yeah. oh, uh, nice. doing the pga tiger tiger outfit but they would do all the like the def jam um yeah, like the boxing games and like. Well, it was like a Def Jam one where they were like was it? fighting, so, but they were oh, I like love that game. Like, my, like you know the ones like yeah. they're like rapper guys, but you're like yeah, uh, Def yeah. Jam fight for New York. Yeah, yeah they Def were. Jam yeah, Icon. they were. I think they would do all. Icon was the same year. Oh, was it Def Jam Icon? With got like Red Man Method well. Man. Yeah, I think yeah. they were doing that in yeah. the in the. I mean, because they had a there was a space with like cameras everywhere. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. So they they. Um, they were doing that. Oh, and I also was a part of. Um, there was a show. There, Tony Hawk did a thing called uh, Boom Boom's uh, Sabotage. Yeah, yeah. And I was a care. I uh, motion kept for a character in that too. Sick. So I was one of those characters in that Boom Boom Sabotage uh, computer-generated cartoon that movie that he did about skaters. This is going to sound like I'm taking the piss, but I'm not. Did they have to put the motion capture stuff on your beard as well? No, no, no. no. Right, okay. Well, they couldn't do the beard. I couldn't do the hair. That's why the hair was in the the, the toque and the beanie. Right. Because it, the Just it looks like a beanie thing. too. Can't, I knew it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wasn't sure which one you guys use here. Bonnet. What would you guys use? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've because I've used because I've said to people before, like Canadians, when I've sent stuff to my friends, they ask like, "Do you want a beanie hat?" And they're like, "Don't you mean a toque?" Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never heard it, but yeah, that's yeah. the first time I heard it was when I used to send stuff to Peterborough and Ontario. Yeah, yeah. it was a very interesting place to be sending stuff to. <laughs> Peterborough. Yeah, yeah. It was it super is. cheap to super cheap to send stuff to Canada as well. Not bad. <laughs> just in case we're talking about fucking yeah. video games he's talking attention. about the cost of sending shit I'm just yeah. saying when I start sending in packages it's yeah. not going to cost a lot yeah, so they, anyway yeah they had uh, they couldn't do hair very yeah. good because it would uh, it looked like you basically had a t-shirt on your head mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. the hair had to be up and I mean this was just a solid thing so they just did it and I, I think mm. it was pretty short I had a I might have even had one Actually, mm. no, you got one in it. I think like a, it was like a little one, though, wasn't it? It wasn't big. Google Chris Haslam skate, uh, skate one, two, or three. What well, was one of them? You got like green trousers, your hair tucked in. Well, one bit. of them, I went to a metal festival in Grass Pop, the uh, in Belgium, Grass Pop Metal Festival, and I had a, I had the wristband on and I wore it just I kept it on just so that when we did this, it would be on my wrist for the video game. No, oh, no way. All oh, right, so there's a there's a what's um. The Grass perks button. that come along from being in a video game. Do you get like sent all all the games consoles? No, I well at the time I didn't get any game console. I had I had a I think I had an Xbox at the time, and I think that was the one they were doing the testing for the game on. I think like not mine specific, but Xbox was the hmm. system. But I would go in there, and I had a, like all the 
at games, whatever I wanted, yeah. That's the, the opening, and that's not Haslam on that game. I just typed Sorry. in Chris Haslam skate one. And Sorry, that's what came up. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. That was no. That was a complete. That, <laughs> that was, was an. NPC. That was the first. That's why I chuckled because I was like, that was an like, NPC character in an almost T-shirt. That was not Haslam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was. Uh, I you get they would like, literally just whatever you wanted in terms of games and stuff. Yeah. So I had shitloads of them. Yeah, and then they all got stolen in my warehouse. Fucking oh, hell, for God's sake! What else is going Jesus. on here? Well, they stole they stole uh, Les Paul guitars, Schecter, uh, uh, Skipson SGs. They stole everything, tax everything. Is theft legal in Canada? Well, in the U.S., in the, in L.A., get this: in L.A., I think they're in L.A. You can go and rob a place for nine hundred dollars and Up run out thousand and boxes. they can't do anything about it that's why it's like those videos what? at the minute people just going in shops and putting nine yeah shoes i think in that's bags. what the, the yeah and they just passed that law for petty crime to not be punishable or something and like. if you go and they chase after them you could probably get fired for being a liability fucking hell the world is just <laughs> fucked isn't it like that that is um the character the image I sent you. It's not. It hundred percent is. I've got the same picture like of it, it, and it's Let got the text it. next to it. Hometown, everything. Yeah. Is that you? That yeah. does not. No. Look, I don't remember confirmed. that character. Chris yeah. Haslam has confirmed that is Chris Haslam. <laughs> look like a Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look right, does it? Anyway. But see the hair. I couldn't have the hair down. Yeah, I guess so. Who's your most favourite UK and European skaters of all time? Because we were saying, you you know, you're quite a well-travelled Very well-travelled. So we feel like you know quite a lot about UK and European skating. Obviously, Halford's got to be one of them. He's an incredible skateboarder. Wow. Well, both of those, uh, Zachary and and Halford. I was with them a couple of weekends Um, ago with a competition, and they are just so... Well, there's, like, something about, like, it looked like he was just, like, made a noodle. There was nothing... Stopping him from moving his board. What's that, Jordan? Yeah. He, he, do, he does that, uh, like, Axel Stool then goes to disaster and then he body varials around and then keeps it going. It's like... He does, but it just the way that is Because he's got that thing that's just, like, it doesn't look like there's any... There's anything stopping him from moving about and, like, there's no... The weight's always in the right spot and it's... He's got something there. And, you know, Halford's the same. He's, like... You know, he just looks like a he looks like a mess outside. But when he gets on his board, he's just just annihilates. Yeah. He's got some crazy tricks as well. When did you meet them both? You've known him for quite a while, right? I think it was on a trip with Halford. Like Halford, we went to Greece. Um, yeah, he was uh, he was on that trip to Gre- one of the Red Bull trips to Greece. I was on. Uh, I never met uh, Jordan before. I just seen footage of him like ollieing out of a fucking back lips back disaster or something on a van sign and like oh yeah a bunch of other these Mm. weird things that didn't look like were possible but um most of the time it was just half halford was just the guy because i I went on that grease trip with him and we we were just skating on having shooting the shit on the trip he's had a kid now as well yeah he does yeah his dad life yeah Hi, it's Toby here, your mum's favourite presenter from the Brain Drain Show. I'm here to talk to you about Roller Snakes, and I've got an absolutely fantastic double-digit discount code to give you, so stay tuned. Roller Snakes was founded in 1985 by Sir Paul Haynes, which makes it one of the UK's oldest skater-owned stores. Roller Snakes stocks all the shit-hot brands, including 
Adidas, Brixton, Carhartt, DC, Element, Independent, Levi's, New Balance, Palace, Polar, Santa Cruz, Spitfire, Thrasher, Volcom and Vans and many, many more. At Roller Snakes, there is a free-to-use indoor skate park, indoor mini ramp and outdoor skate park, which I designed and it's really good and everyone loves it. And if you don't, then you suck. Don't come here. We also put on numerous events throughout the year where you can turn up for free and win loads of prizes. Roller Snakes have given us a discount code for Brain Drain listeners. Enter Brain Drain 10 at checkout for 10% off your next order. Minimum spend £30. Terms and conditions apply. Go to rollersnakes.co.uk and buy all of your stuff and things immediately, if not sooner. That was me, your mum's new best friend. And I'm looking into the camera now and hopefully looking into your mum's soul. How is your mum? Tell your mum stop texting me. Over and out. Goodbye. Um, my era of skating was like Rowley, uh, yeah. like Tom Penny, like these guys. I mean, Wayne Wright. Yeah, Wayne Wright. Um, they were guys like uh, Howard Cook. Oh man, yeah, fucking! Hell, I'd love to get what a good it. random one. Yeah, like Howard. Cook. I remember seeing Howard skating in, in one of the mini ramps. I was skating. Because what do you ride for? Not at heroin. He was heroin. on. He, he was on. For, he no, rode for heroin. Like bef- before, before that, consolidated. Consolidated. Yeah, yeah, he was. So he would skate. Um, when Slam City Jam was in Vancouver, I don't know if he was going there, but he was skating mini ramp there, and I remember him. You know, just a little guy, but he was just destroying the mini ramp. Yeah, he. There's people that skate for heroin. That have never seen Howard Cook skate in person. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I got to watch Howard skate. That's pretty fun. That's uh, that's sick. I, I called him when we were kind of in like Liverpool around those ways. Foz gave me his number, and um, I can remember that was me- before I was sponsored too. I don't. I wasn't anybody. Like I, just random kid seeing yeah. Howard skating and remembered him from skating the ramp. I skated with him. Yeah. I mean, I've only ever seen H Howard Cook in the flesh once skating yeah like it's mad he's, he's quite powerful quite an elusive small, powerful fast yeah well i mean there's alex mole too like for the all Molly. the early flips guys like those are super cool yeah um yeah current i went on a trip with uh current gal yeah i went on a trip with him to really nice guy as well fucking unreal oh, we went to like so good I think we went to like burma or something yeah yeah Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like leave here and I'm be like, oh, why the hell did I say that name? I know, I know. I'm gonna. Uh, there's there's more. Yeah, it's hard to remember sometimes. You know? it's well, just... I mean, you just think of like the immediate ones, like you know Tom and Jeff and those. Yeah. Guys, yeah. And just like those were the ones that were just hitting it so hard when I was like formative skate years. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my yeah. God. They were the dudes from the UK that would doing it and then you know years later we had Ramers he kind of like carried the candle Ben Ben was super good he had a he had like this I went I went a lot of places with Ben too he went he had this like very loose kind of Louis Barletta he fit perfect on on oh yeah enjoy stuff yeah Yeah, he was so good super funny dude man such a bummer yeah Ben was the best Yeah. yeah well yeah this is um yeah if you said to me on Thursday that this was going to... No, on Wednesday, because we spoke on Thursday, then I would not have believed that this podcast was going to happen. Yeah, it's a good well, one. Yeah. I've enjoyed that. It's good. Yeah, it's been really um, good. Thanks for coming. No problem. Um, Flying all the way over from Canada. Just for just, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go and have a skate on a ramp. All right. Have a little... Any parting words of wisdom for anyone skateboarding that have dreams of skateboarding forever? Yeah, but that's um, impossible. You can't skateboard forever, yeah, can you? I don't know. Well, you, you can, can get close, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's longevity in it, man. You know, you know, like know your limits and work within it. Wasn't that like a 
isn't that like a drinking ad? <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. Ad. When the fun stops, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's, let's yeah. leave it on that one. Yeah. Let's have a round of applause and see yeah. you yeah. guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Cheers for coming on. Thank right, you. Thank you. let's go do cheese and crackers round two. I'm vegetarian, but I'll eat the shit out of that cheese, that's for sure. <laughs>